Attack left lane. No. I felt like I was clapping two coconuts behind me. Attack the gold fury. Did you just say I can't see? <laughs> Group up. Oh my god, we just got Freya Terra out bush top three. Oh, you're fuzzy woozy. Let's not hurt them too bad. Let's make them scream! Guys, I'm gonna be your season five world champions! This is their moment! Split push! Howdy, folks. Welcome to... Wait, what episode is this? 32, right? 32. 32. Huh, huh, 32. Sounds like something a football player would say. But welcome to Split Push. It's a Smite podcast here from the console perspective, along with a very special PC perspective today, but we'll get to that here in a moment. First up with me is the always having technical problems. It's Beagle. What's up? <laughs> then we got Guy. What's up, everyone? And we got Dirtnap Dan. Sup. <laughs> Hasn't been last in a while. It's Yuki. What's going on? And our very, very, very special guest here today. Um, myself, personally, very, very excited being the support member generally here for our team when it comes to Conquest. We have the world champion, Splice, support player, none other than Aurora himself. How's it going? Thanks for having me. Yeah, well, thanks for coming on the show, man. I, I, like I said, I'm flattered. I mean, really excited to pick your brain a little bit here today because, well, as Yuki would say, I'm always out of position, so apparently I need some help. It's because you are. Yeah. <laughs> you definitely, definitely need help. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> so, Aurora, why, why don't you, uh, for the folks out there that maybe don't follow the, the SPL as much, uh, you know, and so forth, but. Give them a little bit of background to who you are, what got you into Smite, or where you're from, who your favorite uncle is, whatever, you know, throw it out there. Alright, so, I'm Aurora, I play support for Splice, um, I got into Smite back in June of 2012, during closed beta, right when it started up, and, uh, I've been playing ever since then. Uh, I live in Illinois, like an hour out from Chicago, and I live like right on the border of Wisconsin as well. I could walk to Wisconsin from my house, which is pretty funny. <laughs> but um, yeah, I love Smite. <laughs> I play it a lot, um, and I play support. <laughs> yes, right. yes, you do. A hell of a support so, too. Yeah, yeah I'll tell you, there, there was a lot of moments from from this. Uh, uh, series, you know, from all the various games that, you know, I was paying a lot of attention to it, you know, cheering for you guys the whole way throughout and a lot, lot of good moments, a lot of surprise stuff going on too with, you know, you know, spicy Fenrir pick there, but we'll get to that. Um, but first let's talk about some, some games of the week here. And I'm going to throw it over to Dan first because, well, he was playing some rank today and heard he was, uh, up against a pretty fierce feeder i mean opponent feeder <laughs> which was it dan oh it was definitely a feeder definitely a feeder i saw would him you agree with his that guy over there. would you agree with that i no, saw I'm him probably. losing his lane over i there. lost late game i lost early game but i came back strong who won the game uh who turtled we turtled that defense and they just they just filed in one by one and died over and over again dad until we just marched down the field and i i don't know what my team was doing man it was it was a rough life but uh 
Yeah, guy ended up winning the first game, and then he had a feeder on his team the second oh, game. So a true that was feeder. Really, true like, feeder. really disappointing. Uh, like truly just walking just, underneath the tower and yeah. sitting there and letting it kill her. Yeah. Over and really, over again. Really disappointing. Um, but anyway, I've been playing a bunch of ranked. I'm like a gold four in Conquest right now, but I'm about to rank up to probably around gold one. Uh, I've only been playing for like three days, so I'm pretty <laughs> happy about it. Um been playing a lot of ranked actually since not as many people have been on recently. Um ranked conquest has been going well. I mostly end up getting jungle, but uh you know, there's always that game where you don't get the role you want and uh play a couple as support. I won all those somehow, some way. Um <laughs> I played one as solo, won that game too. It was fun. Uh not as fun as jungle though. I play mostly Erlong just cuz he's fairly um i don't know like i feel like i can build tanky if i if i start getting behind and i can still impact the game which is cool whereas on an assassin if you fall behind you're just an assassin that fell behind um i had a couple good games i think my favorite game was i went 22 2 and like 17 as thanatos the one game i just they, they weren't ready i i just came in fragged out and left and uh I think another favorite game was I was playing Erlong and uh, I had a really good Agni in my mid lane and he was versus Poseidon and he got the first kill on him on the first wave and I was like oh shit this guy's this guy's in trouble so uh, we ended up camping him just a little bit in the <laughs> rudest way uh, he was 0-10 at 11 minutes uh, I can't say it was his fault because he was just trying to get back to his lane and me and Agni would show up out of nowhere and fucking like Agni would alt stun him and I would alt him as Erlong and he would just be dead by then. And it was, yeah. And his, his jungler died on the first wave too. So I was way ahead of him. He couldn't do anything about it. Uh, that was a fun game. I kind of felt bad for the Poseidon. Everyone after the game was like, report Poseidon. And I'm like, nah, dude, I just sat on him. Like there's nothing he could have done. What did you want him to do? Stand under Phoenix, you know? Um, been playing a lot of duel too. I got my Uller a border finally, a diamond three border. Feels good on that. Feels real good on that, actually. You I just played dirty. a game before, uh, before starting up here and I played against a Ratatasker who was definitely squirrely. He was really squirrely. All he ever did was run away and then like, wait, wait, wait. Come back in, stun two, run away. It was really annoying. But uh ended up beating him. He didn't build any defense, which was a little weird, and his obvious downfall. Uh but yeah, that's that's about it. I mean I've just been playing rank, grinding it up. Uh Beagle, how have your games been? My games have been pretty good. We were playing a lot of conquest and I remember one of the games that me, you, and Guy played, and we had, I was playing Neath Carry, you were Arachne Jungle, and Guy was Chunga Solo. I went 15, 5, and 16 that game, and my support was insane. Like, he did good, but he was insane. He also went 15, 5, and 17. He beat me by one assist. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> because he that. ended up, at the end of his yeah. build, he went back and he sold some of his defense for uh for damage items. Soul Reaver and, and Book of the Dead, baby. Yeah. Mm. And <laughs> oh my god, dude. He was destroying people. He was pretty good. He was crazy though. 
Anytime he wanted to, like, go in, I was like, I don't know if we should do that. But he did it, and we killed him, and it was fun. We were, that poor Chernobog was 4 to 15. It, it was so sad. <laughs> I'm glad to hear you are beating up on a Chernobog. Same. Me too, believe me. Playing Rhymes makes me hate Chernobog so much. I was like, great, a freaking, uh, wait a second. That's right. This was a Ravon support. That's right. Oh my god. That's wait, why okay, they did Wait, so we're talking bad. about we, two different supports then, because. We destroyed him. Like, he just was oh, not. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, okay. Enemy. Gotcha. Dude, you had that Ravon support yourself a, a while back, and that, he was good, though. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But this one, mm-mm. he was <laughs> not good. <laughs> I murdered his face off. Like, I don't, I don't remember if it was, uh, was it our Kukulkan that was like, was he being salty that game? Was he the one being salty? Or was, or was that a different game? I don't know. I don't You're know. I don't remember. I just know that <laughs> there was something that he did. And I don't remember if it was good or bad. I don't know. I can't use Smite Guru, though, because it's not working on my computer. So I'm looking through my games and my history. No. I I don't know. It's just not working. I'll tell you what. Then why don't you just go watch Supernatural? Damn. Damn. Wow, I have one more game. I still have a minute before it starts. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, I'm proud. You're you're on deck, Aurora. She's got one more game. Shut up. This is a good one because I played support. I got stuck playing support. And I played Kumba because he's like the only guardian I can kind of play well. And I was really proud of myself. I was really proud of myself because we actually won that game. And, I mean, my freaking... Okay, my honor was stupid. But we just we ended up winning that game. And, I mean, nothing really amazing happened. But I felt freaking amazing because I played support. <laughs> and we won. That never happened. I don't know. That honor got that sick triple when we all thought he was dead. Okay, I'll give him credit for that. I, I almost forgot about that. I will give him credit for that. At one point... I'm yelling at him to retreat. He's got no HP. He's got like three people on him, and he just kills them all. And I was like, okay, all right, okay. I, I just said, okay, maybe not retreat. Nice but job. Like, be careful. <laughs> I was proud of him. I remember right. looking at him and thinking, ah, he's dead. I'm not going that way. And then it's just like, oh, he took one with him. Holy shit, he killed two. What the hell? He killed all three. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that works. Moments I... of glory. Yeah. Yeah, we should have had him on the show just to talk about it. <laughs> oh, he definitely right. said, hold my beer there. <laughs> so, Roar, how, how have your uh, games been going this week? I know I've been uh, stalking you, your, your your streams a little bit, but... They've been going pretty good. I mean, I've just been... You know me, I try to get all the rank 10s. I'm up to 70 diamonds now, so... Oh, <laughs> That's what I've been I up wish. to. Just trying to grind them out <laughs> during the off-season. I don't know if I'm going to finish... probably not going to finish it this month. I'm going to try to get up to at least, like, 75 before the end of the year, but we'll see. Well, maybe they'll have some more of those uh, triple worshiper days this month. We'll see. Yeah, I think I think there's a three-day period coming up. I think it's, like, the 17th to the 20th. I'm not 100% sure, though, but... Yeah, I know they got all kinds of shit coming up, so... Yeah. No, and then, um, been playing mainly just Conquest and then a little bit of Domination. I actually like Domination a lot. Um, it's a lot of fun, but it's a hell of a chaos. 
Yeah, I know. I've just had, I have so many memories playing on the old map because that was the mode that I liked <laughs> the most besides Conquest, like back whenever it was first originally out. So it's just a lot of fun and a lot of good memories. Got a lot of nostalgia. It. Yeah, a lot of nostalgia for sure. So all you guys basically all play Conquest mainly then? Uh, it varies. I mean, I think we actually branch out make a lot. Yuki doesn't play anything. <laughs> I haven't played it all. We Elder Scrolls Online. We went from almost never playing Conquest, and more and more we're getting that way. I, uh, I'm the worst about it because of one or two games where it's just some ridiculous shit, and I'm like, I gotta go play something else. <laughs> yeah, but, so I'm just like uh, Yuki's our resident Loki magnet. Oh my god, every <laughs> Loki frustrates the hell out of him. Which, granted, I get it. You know, uh, especially when I, you're playing a character that can be deleted before you can do anything. It's it's a running joke that uh, inevitably, if I play Conquest, there's going to be a Loki. Yeah, Loki's pretty annoying, especially and if you just foot pushing all game. Yep, mm. and then I'm in solo lane, and then it's Loki solo, and I'm like, oh, this is going to go well. It's just me for like the first 15 minutes. I'm so bored. <laughs> He's just decoying yeah. the and, wave. And as soon as you get bored, you get. St- you start doing stupid things. I, I know that I, that's why I don't play duels anymore. Cause I'm like, this is so boring. I'm just going to do stupid stuff to try go big or go home. All right, I'm going home done. And it's not even like doing stupid shit. It's there's no, there's no way for me really to get ahead, you know, to, to win the lane necessarily and move out a little sooner than he would like me to be out of that lane. And if I leave the lane, I know the tower's going down. Yep. So I just put oh. you in a dumb spot. Speaking of Loki's, one of the games I wanted to talk about is playing uh, one of my favorite supports, and that's Kumbakarna. And we had, it was the, the four of us minus Yuki, so we had a random over in solo lane. And and that was a Cullen. And he was going up against a multi-star Loki. I I, I know we play this guy a fair amount, and he's pretty yep, good at it. Yep, Dread Assassin with two Ds and no A. Oh. Oh, not Dread Assassin. Yes, it this was. Is, no, I'm looking at the game right now. What? It's Rival Rival Elix. Oh, yeah, he's the other guy. one. Yeah, <laughs> and, and he's pretty one. good. So we're in this game, and our, for the first part of the game, Kakalan's holding his own over there. I know Loki he's can't kill him. Bored as shit. Because Kakalan can't kill him yet. Or, I mean, Loki can't kill him yet. That's why. Yeah, and you know, but he was keeping Loki over there too, which was the important part. So, you know, the rest of us were playing, but then mid-game happened, and Loki started getting a little more free, and the frustration started to, to roll a little bit, especially for a, you know, squishy guy there in our mid lane playing a little soul. And, um, but I went 1-0 and 20 in this game, and I was just one of those games where I'm like, guys, just forget about the Loki, but he's going to take, I don't care, he's going to take that tower, we're going to take these two. All right, but he's going to take the tier two tower. All right, but we're going to go take the Phoenix end. And it was just, you know, one of those games where, you know, every now and then you just kind of grab the team by the scruff of their neck and drag them along with you. And before you know, I'm like, if we all work together and he's working alone, we're going to win. We pulled the win out. And even though I didn't die, I did still get to use my passive once. So I was happy about that. You're welcome. I saved your life. Yes, you did. <laughs> that, was, that was a very good one there. Uh, I had another game. Uh, this was just a regular joust, uh, since, um, Dan's too high level for me to, uh, play ranked with. <laughs> uh, but I 
got my my boy raw out since I picked up that Eldritch uh, skin out of the the fantasy uh, point show. Yeah. Yes, that's what I was thinking about. Thank you. Roy. <laughs> <laughs> so bro- broke out my uh, my my raw and who are we playing? We're we playing a, a Hercules, a a Muzenkov, and which who was the last god out? Uh, still Hera, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, Hera and um went 7-0 and 4 that was a pretty fun game just the snipes you know it's just that's what i love about raw when your snipes are on point it don't matter <laughs> there was one moment i was going for something on amc or or hercules I, i'm lining up this snipe you know and to me when i play raw and snipes i'm always looking for secondary targets too so i kind of like you know, I'm just going to make sure I get the minion wave with this too, because they were kind of lining up. And I missed the Hercules. I killed the minions. And there at the back of the wave was Hera still. Just standing there. Whop! Took took her down to like, you know, 5% health. And she's like, shit, running for the hills. I'm just <laughs> it was just one of those games where, where poor Hera, she was just never in the right spot at the right time. She was always in the back end of it, getting, you know, collateral damage with the snipes. That was a lot of fun. Uh, game I probably had the most fun with this week, though, was an arena match. Every now and then when I'm in a, playing an arena, I feel a little spooty. I'll play Hades. Hades, and, getting a, Hades is getting buffed, I think they said on Twitter or something. Yes, yeah, he's getting some extra protections when he's in his alt. I'm excited to see exactly what that is here coming up tomorrow for us, uh, last Friday for y'all listening. But I had a Ganesh on my team. And it was the first time I'm like between the enemy, uh, there are two pillars. I'm over. I kind of come in and the Ganesh alt pops up between me and the enemies. And there's that line. I'm just like, oh, triangle. <laughs> yeah, come here, guys. Come here. Just, I'm going to drag you slowly across that line in my alt. And, it, you know, picked up like a triple kill right off the bat. I ended up 15, 6, and 13 that game. There was a couple times where we just got that those two alts lined up, and it was, yeah, there's the wombo combo I was talking about a few weeks ago. <laughs> that was a yeah, lot that of combo fun. is amazing. I'm thinking back oh my this year in an SPL game, I think it was against CLG, we, we were actually running that. Divius was playing Hades, and I was playing Ganesh, <laughs> but we completely messed the combo up, and we lost the game <laughs> off it. But yeah, it's really good when it works, and it's really bad when it doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, that, that's it, Hades. it was tricky. We didn't hit it a few times. There was a few times where it was just off-kilter. He threw it too early. I'm like, oh, man, you, you kind of got to wait for me to get somebody and then plop it down. It works a little better that way. But yeah, it, it was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Um, played some Hachiman. Got, you know, got the new skin there with uh, the Odyssey. Really liked the skin. I really like Hachiman. I generally do pretty damn well with him. Uh, so I had some fun with that. Last thing I just want to throw out there is I've been playing a lot of the same uh, Guardians in the support role. I've been getting bored with it. Like, you know, I'm not going to get bored playing Kumba, but some of the other ones, yeah. So I thought the other day, you know what? I'll play Ares support. <laughs> you know, it's a little bit of a different cup of tea for the support role. Oh my god, did I have fun. I mean, we were up against, uh, we were laying in against um, Jingwei and Bacchus. So, you know, Beagle was uh, Chiron and I'm, I'm Ares and I'm like, oh, yeah, 
no dash for you, no jump for you, get some flames mm-hmm. out. They played tough. They played tough, but in the end, what I love about playing Ares and Conquest is I don't use my alt to pull you sons of bitches. Oh, you're low and running away. I'm using my alt to kill you. So I picked up five kills. I think all five of them were from, yeah, you're low health. Your beads ain't going to help you. And uh, <laughs> thanks for using them anyway. Have a good, have a good trip back to Fountain. So, I love Ares. Ares yeah. is awesome. Ares is probably Ares. like in my top five favorite. He's probably like my second or third favorite god. Oh, definitely. It's always, it's always, all right, it's been a bad day, guys. Getting Ares out. Putting the backpack on. Get in, boys. <laughs> he is actually looking at my winning percentage with gods for gods that I've actually played. Like, I played him in 83 matches. He is the highest winning percentage I have for a, a nice group of matches played at 65%. Wow. Um, yeah, I like Ares. I love Ares. Yep. When I get um, stuck in support, it's Ares time. <laughs> and I always yes. say, I'm like, I ain't no support. I'm the second carry. Get the fuck out of my way. I'm killing him. That's I'm what just I love gonna about Ares. Carry Ares him, can just... Because yeah, you can stick on someone for so long as Ares. You just... Yeah. I mean, like, you are not participating in this fight. Goodbye, sir. Please start Jane, walking towards your fountain. Almost two seconds later, reapply. Almost two seconds later, reapply. Probably yeah, pretty easy to hit damage, people on console, incredible. too, right? With the chains? With how the movement uh, is? Or is it... Mm-hmm. Well, I guess it's the same thing. You have to aim it, so I guess it could be hard in that sense. It's, yeah, the, yeah, the difference is people don't juke. It's it's harder to juke. Yeah. Um to juke but still and, and it's also a little bit harder to hit yeah i can definitely yeah. see that yeah i, I think know, dirtnap's dad thinks that you can't juke easier on pc but i don't think he knows what he's talking about on <laughs> i know strafing on pc is is a lot easier i think that that strafe juke but on console you got the wiggle juke so it's yeah, a little bit more fluid <clears throat> so it does make hitting some things a little easier <laughs> yeah, but at the same time it creates a lot more doubt and aiming so you really gotta have that conf if you have the confidence i think it's easier to hit things yeah i don't know how many if times i've not- stopped on console and just like run a complete circle around the person chasing <laughs> me and run away and get away from them because they don't they're, they're still spinning around trying to find me yeah, oh, oh, yeah. isn't that the best when you when you when you realize that they have they have a lower sensitivity and you just walk in a circle. Yeah. I, like run a complete run 360 and run away. I did that as a, a chalk in an, or actually an assault. I ended up getting separated from my team and I had two hunters on me, an Apollo and a Medusa. And I'm like, well, you know, sometimes when you're just out on the limb on assault, the best thing to do is stay as close to their side of the map as possible to give your team time to respawn and do whatever they need to do. And I'm dodging, I'm diving i'm ducking i'm dipping and dodging again literally had the medusa down to her last last bit of health before they finally the 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 minions were just too many around me and i couldn't move and and they got me like sons of bitches almost had the one (laughs) speaking of characters what do you guys think of Hera? like does everybody think she's oh. really broken on console, or do people just think she's okay? Argus is so broke. Argus, Argus is, is ridiculous. broken. Yeah. No, no, she's she's absurd. I feel like she's the strongest god they've released in a really long time. Even stronger than Baron, in my opinion. So I'm yeah. just curious. I, I, I can't get away from him. The other day, I was playing. I think it was a conquest, and this Hera had 
uh, Dynasty Plate Helm, Breastplate, and Voidstone and Boots. That's it. And her abilities were hitting for 500 each, and then Argus chased me through the jungle for like an hour and a half. <laughs> like, <laughs> what am I supposed to do to deal with this? I turn around and kill Argus, he hits fucking like a truck, and he doesn't die anymore. So I'm like, yeah. okay, well, I guess I just run away and wait for the ticks to kill me. Yeah. Honestly, her, her I think kick what got a little overtuned. Oh, go ahead, Yuki. That's it. Her kit got a little overtuned, um, but I definitely think that right now Argus, like we were sitting there playing, like right after she got she got the buffs, and I'm like, this fucking Argus won't get off of me. I can't do that. They're like, just attack it. I'm like, I just <laughs> ulted it. Like I'm both, and I ulted the freaking Argus, and it's still running at me. I'm yeah, like, this I is remember. Stupid. I was playing a Joust, and Argus one v one me. I, I was Hu Yi, and Argus 1v1'd me. Like, swear yeah. to God. She just dropped it on me and walked away, and I'm shooting it the whole time <laughs> with XE and, like, Crusher, and this thing just fucking mm-hmm. 1v1'd me. And I'm like, okay, so what am I supposed to do? <laughs> and I actually think her release numbers were the right numbers. Yeah, no, she was definitely and, fine when she got released. I think, yeah. People just didn't understand how to play her all the way. I guess... Mm-hmm. People were saying her damage exactly. was a little low, which maybe it was. I didn't play her or play against her much because I was playing a lot of ranked then because that's like that area was like right before mm-hmm. world, so I didn't get much time mm-hmm. or reps against her. But since I've gotten yeah. back, I've played against her a ton, and she just seems insane. So yeah, her numbers were definitely low because when she first got released, we, we would just laugh and just basically would ignore a hero, like we would pretend she wasn't even there. Well, the things you got to think about as well is like if you use the shield really well, um, it's really hard to poke her at any point. Like especially if you're in lane, so she she's gonna win yeah. the, the lane matchup just because of that. Her wave clear is yeah. solid. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. And people would complain about her her polymorph though. Oh, it takes so long to wind yeah. up. I'm like that makes it easier to hit. Well, th- well. I'm like seriously. Oh, you juked. I'm still looking at you. Yeah, that, I can I can move with this song, bitch. The ability is... I guess you, you can make the argument that it's hard to hit, but it's not the hardest ability in the game, and it also has no DR, and at max rank, it's a two-second polymorph. So, yeah. just CC chaining people. You have a knock-up off your alt, and then you also have a two-second polymorph. That isn't... um affected by CCR or DRs at all, so... Yeah, like it, it, she's just she's so definitely rough really right good. Now. She has a lot of like support that a lot of people overlooked. I feel like when they first released yeah. her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was yeah. playing a rank game today, and I was in the voice chat, and uh, I think we were. It was like a four v five in mid. Uh, on uh, we had the five five v four in mid, and Hera calls in Argus, and like all of us are now like half HP and losing the fight, and the one guy just goes, "Oh." So that's why everyone's banning Hera right now. <laughs> yeah, you probably should have done that. That's pretty funny. Yeah. yeah. Now I've wanted to play her in, in, in some of the duels that I've played, and it's like, nope, banned. Damn it. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. You know, some of the people duel, that it's used literally to be... like a 2v1 all the time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I do 100% back the uh, slow on the polymorph. Yeah, I'll give that. But I, they 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 took her damage, which I think was actually right where it needed to be, and and added that buff into it. And I just think, like you said, Aurora. I mean, people just hadn't quite figured her out yet. I, I always wait to play gods until they kind of settle in and get their tweaks and whatnot. First time I played her, I led damage on the team by like I was triple everybody. And I'm like, I don't normally play these kinds of gods. How did I 
take a god I never played before and just tripled all your all's damage. I, I'm not top damage Dan. I'm out of position dirt naps feeder. That's but, yeah, character that you know. that kind of reminds me of Hera is like Erlang when Erlang first got released. Everybody thought he wasn't oh. that great. No one thought he was yeah. terrible, but that was like back in 2016. And I remember I thought he was the most absurd character they've released in a long time too back then because he had a a CC ability that was a root and a cripple that was ranged. You didn't have to be in melee range to use it, and it was almost instant. So. Yeah, I'm yeah, sure that, back then with like in the not Dargo. as many things being out like that, that that was pretty immense. Yeah, I mean, the Dargo was underestimated too. Yeah, the new the new dog was insane though. The one that they had oh, the two percent that was the most broken oh. thing ever they he's ever had passive passively. Like you saw at Worlds, Deathwalker literally walked into two of them and killed one of them one v two, and he almost killed both of them. It was actually close. Yeah. So I remember that. That was that was like damn. Yeah. He basically did it, it both like games. He was playing against noobs almost. Yeah, yeah, it's just Erlang. Like that's what Erlang does. It's insane. Yeah, I remember when he first got that change. Yuki would go into the solo lane, and Erlang at level one would just run him down through his tower and kill him like instantly before he could even really react. Like that's just how hard he hit with the extra percentage damage. Like they would go out to lane, clash at the wave, and Yuki would be dead. <laughs> and I'm like, what happened? And he's like. I, I I don't know. <laughs> well, hey, before we stray too far off the path here, Yuki, do you even have any games this week you wanted to talk about? Because we're not talking about ESL. So I was running Malakraj this week. Um, I got my <laughs> DPS number down on my, on my mage <laughs> up from fifteen k to twenty one k. Looking to change the build up. That's um, a fifty DKP minus for not playing the right fucking game. <laughs> Hey, I warned y'all. It's break season. Worlds is over. Yep, yep. How about you, guy? Um, uh, you know, I've been playing a lot of ranked games. <clears throat> I got my Opwash. Uh, you know, I don't, I'm really don't like to brag much, but my Opwash is number seven on PS4. Nice. So, uh, <laughs> number seven feeder. Number, number seven. That's right, baby. So that's about it. I mean, just trying to grind up ranked conquest. Yeah. And speaking of guy feed, no, I did see that meme pop up in the Discord. Oh yeah, my son, that's pretty funny. Yeah, herg. I can't roll my R in the middle of that. Herg. <laughs> I thought about it and then I couldn't do it. But uh, yeah, I thought that was that was a good that was a good meme. I appreciate that. Was that was a good meme. That, that was, was really no, no ground over for that one. Here he told me to pick Thoth in stream. He's like, pick Thoth, play Thoth. You never play Thoth. Well, okay, here's why. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and ten I like, later. I like Thoth. Oh my goodness. Ah, I, have, I, just, I have not I played him much, but whenever I play him, I have so much fun with him. Well, maybe I'm just spoiled to op-wash damage. Maybe that's what it is. Uh, and th- yeah, Thoth, Thoth also, you have to aim your abilities? Yeah. <laughs> op-wash, it's more of a, this general area will now die. That's right. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go ahead here and move on into uh, Aurora. So how how do worlds go for you, man? I mean, it went really good, as everybody can see. I mean, it was awesome. I mean, like I said in all the interviews that I've done recently is that I couldn't even – I can't even – I still I can't even put into words how amazing it felt to win and do as well as we did as a team and just – 
experience the entire thing with all my friends. Well, not all my friends, but a lot of my friends from home came, like eight of them came. And then a lot of my family came, my aunt, uncle, all their kids, my mom, dad, yeah, brothers. Yeah, they said you brought the whole entourage. That's something you don't see a lot in esports, really like cool. family members coming out and friends, and that's really cool. Yeah, I mean, I actually seen a lot of that on Twitter though. After this world's was, you know, hey, my dad asked me about this, or you know, my dad wants to come along next, you know, or family members, you know, asking about it now. Like it's, like it's starting to get some traction. Yeah, no, it's really cool. Just nerds in the closet. I met uh this one this one guy, and he went with his dad, and they were both really nice. And I was like, "Oh, that's so cool that you came." And he's like, "Yeah, it's pretty awesome." And he doesn't really know much about it, but after seeing the event and like experiencing, he's like, "This is pretty cool. I can see why people get into this." So I think it's cool that more and more parents and stuff are looking to do stuff with their kids that are interested in the scene. So I think it's awesome. Yeah, and I think the high school team stuff will help that a lot too, honestly. Yeah. It'll yeah. bring a lot more parental into it. I think that's so cool. If they had like a high school league for like, because I played like League of Legends and World of Warcraft back then, if they had like arena tournaments or something in high school or like you could join like a league team, I think that'd be so cool. So. Yeah, we're trying yeah. to get Beagle in on that. Yeah, I've been yeah, uh, working on it. Yeah, my mom's a, my son to get a team. Yeah, my mom's a, a teacher here in our county. So I talked to her about who to get a hold of, and I'm trying to see about getting the high schools in uh, the county here interested in doing it. Yeah, that'd be I'd awesome. Go coach that. You know, how, if they need coaching, man. I'll tell you what. Good old Dirtnap's dad take off his old baseball coaching hat and put on the smite one. Yeah, you know what you're doing outside the game. It's just uh, inside the game. <laughs> yeah, it's just you, these old fingers aren't always as you know cooperative oh, I, with the stress of the moment. You know, I feel, I feel you. But uh, that's so, all right. Nine times out of ten, when I VGS, I end up erlong ulting, so it's fine. <laughs> oh, that is the worst, right? I'm the Let's worst. Go on instant cast. Speaking of VGS, I'm so bad. I'm the worst pro by far at using VGS. <laughs> You, literally oh, sure. everybody else is side. better than me at VGS. It's pretty funny. You're on the dirt nap dad Yuki side then. <laughs> yeah. I still don't know how to say cancel that. No. I I I all I know is retreat. Uh, <laughs> retreat all the lanes and I know attack and that's basically the extent of my VGS. <laughs> yeah, when I got on VGS, someone call retreat. Someone call this. Someone call that. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, everybody yeah. else more is having a full conversation. Not, His dad's like, "What's going on?" More <laughs> often than one? not, I'm the jungler in right lane saying, "Retreat left lane." Enemies in the left jungle. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, the other day I was playing, um, and I took somebody's uh, somebody's quadra kill, and I was trying to say sorry in an arena game, and I said, "I'm building stacks. Stay here. <laughs> building stacks. I'm building stacks." And then, I'm, and then I ran out of BGS, and I'm like, you know, I. I Sorry, I'm this bad at VGS. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do you have some time, guy? Try to say split. Dude, I'm He's like enemy ultimate down. <laughs> enemy ultimate down. <laughs> oh, you guys just reminded me of my favorite VGS. Oh yeah, you're Apollo. No, it's not Apollo. Ew. It is. Mercury. Dude, say oh, Mercury. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Mercury. That's the guy. All right. So hey, Aurora. Obviously, winning you know is probably your favorite moment, but like in the lead up to winning, what would you say was like you know that was one of the the best moments for you in in, in your games? 
Um, just getting to play against the European teams and just playing at an LAN event in general, because we didn't make any events this entire year until Worlds. Like, I played at the United Invitational, which was, like, the, the all-star event in parentheses. <laughs> but, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, just playing at the event in general and just meeting all the people that came up to me there and talked to me, it was just really, it was a really cool experience. And that was probably my favorite part about the whole thing, just being in an environment like that and being able to play and show what I got, basically. Hell yeah. I asked Kabam this last week, how did it feel beating three European teams? I mean, supposedly, if you listen to everybody, EU's way better than NA, but you guys beat three EU teams to win the world championship. Yeah, no, that felt really good. I, honestly, I feel like we played against the best teams there, other than United, and uh, I feel like United would have had a better tournament Big credit to Trifecta. Like I said before the event, if you watch any of my interviews or any of my predictions, I said that Trifecta was looking really good, and I actually thought they had a really good shot at making it to Worlds. Like I, I was surprised that SSG made it, honestly. Um, but they had a pretty easy path because Trifecta ended up losing to Insignum, and then they had to beat Insignum with a sub to make it to Worlds, basically, oh, as their yeah. only set win to make it. So SSG would have maybe not even made it if Insignum didn't beat uh, trifecta, because trifecta would have played them in that spot, and I think trifecta would have t- taken them down. But um, no, yeah, trifecta looked really good. And then speaking of SSG though too, um, I thought they played really well against Dig. Like Aninster played his best land or but his best set of smite the entire year, in my opinion, against Dig. He looked really good. Um, and that entire team just looked like they were kind of more on the same page than they are than usual. So it was yeah. pretty cool to see that, but no, I thought that we played against Rival, Obey, and Dig are like the three three of the best teams in the entire world, so it was cool that we got to play against all of them, and when I go to an event, I always want to play against teams from other regions, because um, you play against the NA teams all year, basically, so mm-hmm. being able to experience and play against other regions and stuff like that is just a lot more fun and a lot more enjoyable, so I was pretty happy that we got to play against three European teams. Yeah, I definitely felt you guys had, like, the tougher bracket to go through. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, all, like, even Dig, like, a lot of people said, like, Dig played so bad, they choked or whatever. Those games were not easy to win, honestly, playing against them. They, like, all the games went really long. Even the first game where we had a really big lead against them, um, it was hard to close out. And then the second game, we almost, we almost lost that game. Um... Because they wiped us at fire, but I I was able to hold it. But you remember that base defense? I feel like even if I died, I don't think they would have ended it. To be honest, it was it was people were coming up, but that was pretty cool too. I watched that back. I think Finch did an amazing job. By the way, shoutouts to him, um, for casting the event. Like he did so well. I feel like he's he he was probably had some of my favorite performances. Uh, just watching the games back. And all the casters did a really good job, though, too. But I feel like Finch has improved so much since the beginning of the year. Yeah, yeah we need to get him on the show. Guy, yeah. get on that. <laughs> uh, yeah, actually, I've talked to him a few times. He's a pretty busy guy. Yeah, but, but, uh, yeah, your your road was definitely a, a rough one. It was like, all right, they beat these guys. You look at who's up next, and you're like, oh, that's rough. And it's rival, and, and I'm sitting there... Once they announced, you know, it was you, uh, Splice and Rival at Worlds. We're talking about it. And I'm like, man, I want Splice to win, but man, Rival. Yeah, no, Rival's good. It's like I, I called Rival winning it, even though I wanted you to win. And then I'm like, 
oh, this is okay. Oh, this is going good. And it was just, that made the hype of that grand finals that much bigger. Yeah, it was funny because um, we lost that first game. And I bet a lot of people thought that we were just going to get swept after that first game performance. But honestly, going back to that first game, we were fine. Even though we were down a lot, like the second game too, like I'll talk about after this game, but we were completely fine until me and Sino walked into Oracles and we tried to fight them and Sino didn't have his beads up and we just both got air exalted. They killed both of us. They got Gold Fury and then they got Pyro and they just had, they, they turned the 3k lead they had into an 8k lead and that was basically like the nail in the coffin for that first game. Because you saw yeah. in the second game, we also started off with a pretty bad start and we were pretty far behind as mm-hmm. well, but we kept it close and like, that's all we knew that we needed to do is keep it close, like within like the three to five K range. You can't let it go to like eight to 10 or they're just going to be able to close the game out basically. So yeah, yeah. that was pretty high. You guys were down like 10, three and then like, was it Cyclone? I believe double banished. Yeah. And mid. And then, yeah. Oh, it was sick. Yeah. So what ended up happening is in that second game was we were down a lot. And the way we started getting back into the game is before man death Walker. Cause yeah, he was really far ahead. Cause he got a, he picked up a couple kills and he was just proxy farming and, um, picking up a wave. So we formanned him. We traded him for gold fury, which was fine because killing him was such a big shutdown kill basically. Um, and that allowed us to just, I think we killed him again. And then the fight in mid where Cyclone got the double banish and we clean, and we cleaned all of them up there. It was like really, really good for us. Yeah. It was definitely big. Yeah. It was so hype watching those games. So hype. So I got a question for you guys. I mean, even if it's a little off topic, but how did you guys get into watching competitive smite? Because I feel like there's more and more console players starting to come in and watch the SPL, which I think is amazing. And I feel like a lot of people on console don't really know anything about competitive smite at all and they just kind of play smite because it's like a free game on console which is awesome but yeah that's that's how long we get started (laughs) well i I can say for me it's because i i look for people that i want to get better at the game and you know i can watch you know normal streamers or youtubers or whatever but you know most of them aren't just you know a role so if i want to learn how to play support you know i'm tuning into you know, a pro player to watch because they generally play their role a little bit more, or I can watch the pro games and watch specifically what, you know, that role's doing, you know, so it's a little bit for me that, you know, it's just that desire to want to get better at the game and and learn it better. Cause you know, while my fingers may be old, my reactions may be a little, you know, not what they were when I was playing WoW, you know, I still want to get better. And I'm always that type of guy that, you know, hey, in order to be the best, I got to study and watch the best. Yeah, I'd say yeah. it's about the same for me, too. I've always been one to watch like a lot of YouTube and stuff like that. And I watch like the memers and all that, too, like Mithy Moo and Solo Double J, where they don't really play seriously, but they still play the game and play it well. But, um, you know, I watch like a lot of pro YouTubers, pro streams because, yeah, I just want to get better. I want to be at the top of ranked. I want to, you know, I don't know. You know, I just want to be good. If I ever make it to the SBL someday, cool. But if not, I just want to be good. Yeah, I just like watching it. I just, I'm a huge sports fan, anyways. Big Colts fan, Pacers fan. And, uh, I just like the excitement of watching it. And it's just like watching any other sports to me. Yeah, it's yeah. the same with same with me. Is definitely it was a uh, oh there's 
Prove Smite. Okay. Turns on Twitch and starts watching. That's awesome. Beagle would watch you more if uh, if you were supernatural. What? Yeah, right. <laughs> what? I'm what? sorry. I'm busy watching I was Supernatural. Watching What'd you say? Yeah, um, I am. <laughs> I am busy. Get out of my face. Get out of my podcast. I'm watching Supernatural. <laughs> yeah, like, like I was so ner- watching the worlds. I was like almost having anxiety attacks at some points of time. It's like, gosh, it's so back and forth and. Yeah, it's yeah crazy. I can feel that energy, man. Yeah. I, it's I mean, definitely an energy. The thing is, too, it's so funny because, like, my brother plays League. He played at LCS for a couple of years. He's still playing right now. But, um, like, just watching is so much harder than playing because when I play, like, I don't get any, like, before the game and stuff, I feel like it's normal that everybody gets, like, a little nervous or whatever. But as soon as I start definitely. playing, I'm completely fine. I don't feel, I feel great while playing. It's just an amazing feeling. Um, but watching it is so much harder than playing, being in the game and playing. Like I know how it is. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I could only imagine how some of those games were to watch, like, especially the finals going to five games was probably awesome. Mm, God, yeah. It was. yeah, it, yeah was, it was, it was definitely hype as hell, uh, getting that fifth game and having such a tight competition. Cause so, you know, there so- was such good competition in the past four games. I was like, Oh my God. Like. I really hope Splice wins. I've had my, my, you know, I've been on their side the whole way up, and now it's game five. Here it is. It's do or die, and, like, it was really cool to watch and really intense. So, Aurora, what what, what was your perspective of, of game five's draft? <laughs> okay, so we went into it, um, but, like, we wa- if we get Freya, we're in a really good spot. If they ban Freya, we're probably going to take Terra early, because um, we thought Terra was really strong in in the previous game. And we also wanted to get Divios, one of his more priority gods, because Kumba was kind of lower down on the list to where he was playing, and that's what we played in game four. As you saw, like later on, we couldn't really do much in the late game because he was on Kumba. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So we're like, yeah, they're probably going to ban Freya, but in our surprise, they didn't ban Freya. Um, I forgot what they banned, but we we first picked it, and then we're like, yeah, they're probably going to take Terra, and then they didn't take Terra either, and we're like, oh my <laughs> god, they didn't take Terra. They banned Nasia, that's what they banned, because mm-hmm. they picked a game mm-hmm. four, they beat us for the game four, and then they were afraid that we would first yep. pick it in game five, basically. Um, it, they picked Rage, I know Rajin was one of the first two yeah. picks. I have to go... And was it Chablanc? Was Chablanc the first or... Th- one of the first two or was he the third it definitely could have been x-ball um we we hype both teams really prioritize that he's so his alt's super good like a lot of people watching it watching the game as a spectator i feel like it's hard to see how much impact his ultimate gives like it's one of the best ultimates in the game and it's Mm. not even close like i mean talking about that like that fourth fourth match when you guys are defending that left phoenix and he ults the X-Ball ult, and they, like, Rajan op- instantly pops his ult. And, yeah, they and I ter- think a few relics got popped, and you guys were just sitting there watching them. Yeah, they, like, Terra, <laughs> they Terra Rajan ulted instantly. They just thought we were going right as we popped X-Ball. Like, that's how scared you have to be against that, because you can't see anything coming, and if you don't... Mm-hmm. And they were trying to, to to react to us going in, but we didn't go in, so... Yeah, that yeah, was great. Yeah, that was probably <laughs> yeah. one of my favorite that plays. Just, just that was just pop the X-Ball and right stand there. still and giggle. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's got there one of like a the video with a high res troll face on that. One. <laughs> yeah, he's got one of like what the 
I'd say three or four abilities that you just nothing nothing counters it. There's no counter to it. You can't beads and see. You can't you can't do anything. You just you you can beads the stun, but you're still not gonna see. Just start praying. You just say I can't see. <laughs> That's everybody's favorite. Or it's the same when they get X balls. Halted. Do, 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 I can't see Five man in and, and an X ball will alt us and all in unison. I can't see. <laughs> yeah. I'll, be like, I'll be like, oh look, X ball down. <laughs> oh yep. yeah, I love those people. <laughs> Enemy ultimate down. Oh yeah, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> or like when Nuwa uh, alts and we all get hit and they're like, Enemy ultimate down. And I'm like, oh. Really? I had no fucking clue. Yep. So back to the fifth round draft, you guys got what, Opwash and Fenrir also. Yeah, I mean. no, no, we went, did, we, I'm trying to remember. I'm going to pull it up right now because I want to see what we picked exactly and it'll jog my memory a little bit more. I know your last two was, was Fenrir and Mercury. Mm-hmm. Yeah, last pick Mercury. Like, uh. <laughs> we, didn't play at the, the we didn't play at the entire tournament, to be fair, for, for, uh, What's it called? I'm pulling it up right now. Um, yeah. Yeah, dude. Let me see. That I just I love that because in the <laughs> end, I mean the, the 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 final call to winning game five, you know, to me, you know, was that you know Mercury alt from mid lane into left lane's Phoenix. And it was just like, there it was. You know, it was like, yeah, he's still in mid lane. And no, boom, there it is. And it was just like, yep, there's game. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so we picked Freya mm-hmm. first. They banned, oh, yeah, they banned Geb, Nasia, and we banned Ares yeah. Erlang. Because we, we didn't want to give Deathwalker Erlang at all the entire set. And that's why we picked it the first game as well, because he's just so good on that character. Um, and then we mm-hmm. ended up banning the Ares the rest of the set after. I feel like. We could have probably played against the Ares pick is really, really strong. Don't get me wrong, but I feel like if we didn't lose the first game in the fashion that we did, we probably would have played against it more. But I think it was smart that we banned right. it. It was definitely was because Collis and Deathwalker are both really good at it. But yeah, we picked we picked Freya and then Terra Alpwash. They picked Ardio Shablanke. so that's what they picked the Ardio. Um, I think they picked it to try to take it away from me as well super early on because Collis didn't really play Ardio the entire year. So that, that was the other surprising thing. We were super surprised that he, he was starting to opt to play Ardio in the final set against us. But no, we got Terra Alpwash and you're like, oh my god, we just got Freya Terra Alpwash top three. <laughs> well, I, none of us said yeah. that, but I'm pretty sure we were all thinking that. We're like, we're, we were all pretty happy and we knew what we wanted to pick exactly. Like, we just locked it in like, no comms between us, really. We we were like, yeah, do we want this? And everybody's like, yeah, we want that. <laughs> um, everybody's drooling. <laughs> yeah, they banned Achilles yeah. Humbots. I don't know why they banned the Humbots. I think it was a pretty that's... popular pick in Europe, like in Scrim. So I'm, I'm pretty sure that's why they banned it. Um, but to be fair, on their their part, we didn't play Merc. The last time we played Merc was against United. Um, and the last week at SPL or the week, the second to last week at SPL, I'm pretty sure. So Sino didn't really play it that much and he didn't play it the entire tournament. And we just never really prioritized it at all. And Sino knew he could play it. He, we just prioritized other picks a little higher than it basically. So it worked out really well for us. And then they banned junglers instead of support. So I was able to pick Fender as well, which was good with Freya because then you, aren't stuck with four magic but four magic isn't bad at all we've ran four magic so many times this year 
But no, we were we were very happy with the draft. Um, we we're surprised that we got Terra. Basically, we thought they were going to take Terra for sure. Because as soon as we took Freya, we were surprised that they picked X Ball because we we don't really play Freya men and we never really have. So they could have probably waited to pick the X Ball and pick something else there, like the Terra possibly. But no, yeah, our draft was sick. We were really happy with it. All right, well, I got one more question for you, and then we'll throw it over to the, the community questions. So, Beagle, you're on deck, if you heard me, hopefully. Supernatural sucks. Excuse you. <laughs> right, so, Why are you guys um, bullying me, man? We just have to make sure you're paying attention. Just, yeah, that's a good way to make sure you're paying attention. So, uh, Aurora. There's um, an ad right now, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> is Fenrir meta for support? So, in my personal opinion he's definitely good um i think he's a little overrated though for sure uh when people start realizing how they play against they were how to play against him i feel like he won't be as good like if, if people keep playing him as much as they're playing him right now and ranked and stuff like i feel like he'll kind of fall off a little bit i think the buff that he got though that wasn't at worlds was the patch after worlds the mana cross decreases on his on his jump and mm-hmm. his other mm-hmm. i think is two are huge buffs that are overlooked a lot because the one big problem with Fender is that he had mana issues um, early on. He usually had to pick a, like, a mana item up like Oni Hunters or Breastplate or something in the soul lane or in support to get mana back. So not having um, as many mana issues, that's going to help him a lot. But yeah, I feel like if people build Magi's and more CCR and stuff like that against him, he's not as strong as everybody thinks he is right now in my opinion i think he's really good though i think he's a solid pick um he wins lane for sure he does really well in that regard but i definitely don't think he's like the most insane character in the game at all basically you inspired me to play other weird people in support and i I quite enjoy playing serenos support (laughs) (laughs) you you sigh but you weren't there boy that shit worked Dude, oh, I, I, look, his his two's got a nice root to it, and it ha- gives a good zone of control, especially early mm-hmm. game. You got the slow. His one is great because you got and the, the shred. Slow, you the shred yeah. and shit. I need some healing, so you you got all that. The dash, all right, not that great, but a it's good to get you out of dodge, and b it's good to get you in front of dodge for your your support or your carry, like shit. They they got past me or worked around me somehow. I can dash right over and be where I need to be. But the best thing was his fucking all. Yeah, I forget. Especially who we, I think with the we slow were, now too. We were up against uh who were we up against, Beagle? But every time they like start started their, their comp their big combo, you know, with their alts, I'm like, You're all pigs. <laughs> and yep, all right, your shit's done and, and we're out of dodge and you're not pigs anymore. Okay. Because, you know, I don't know. I I had a great time with it. I thought it worked pretty well. 100% win rate. <laughs> yeah, I played one that game. one game, but... <laughs> if I had to pick a hunter so, to play support on, it would probably be Neath. I think she has a pretty decent support kit. She's got a slow, attack speed slow, root, and then her ult's, like, really good for setting things up. It's a, yeah, even yeah, on her's got a good And yeah, on her, that was the other one I was going to say. He's got a slow, he's got shred, mm-hmm. he's got a knockback, he, he's got a knockup, yeah. and then his alt's really stun. high base damage with no items, yeah. no damage items, so he's pretty solid too. Yeah. 
I actually seen that on uh, one of the Facebook Facebook uh, groups today. Was you know that old uh, on on her support change my, you know change my mind thing. I'm like, no, no, dude. High five. I think it's you know especially with yeah. Lo- was it Lono's mask? Am I getting the right? Yeah. One? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Mix that <laughs> shit in. You know, especially with the Lonos and Anonis. All right, anybody can be a tank with that with those two items. Yeah. So I I gotta ask how how much do you think uh, Hyra's listen when their their world championship support goes support sucked this year. Um. Because I feel you. Like I it's yeah. I I play you know mostly guardians and warriors. Dad plays mostly guardians and mages, and and it's just it's like half the season. It's like either I just happen to get ahead and I'm the unkillable force of nature, or ninety nine percent of the time you're the same level or behind and it's like oh i get deleted instantly by everything yeah i think the bigger thing is is that they gave so much more damage to mages this season that it's really rough on any of the tanks but i think it's a good thing i think if they keep tweaking it a little bit it it can end up being really good because you don't want the game to be like a super tank fest I wouldn't. I personally yeah. wouldn't mind that, but I know like all the carry players and almost the majority <laughs> of people would rather not have that. So, and I'm fine with that. So it's just it was a lot of getting used to this season, and dueling was not an easy role at all this season. So, props to yeah. Cyclone for switching from solo to duo, and basically in the worst season of dueling history of Smite. So he did a really good job of adjusting to it, basically with what what he was given. Because before we were screaming a little bit back on. Uh, season season four uh before the changes oh. went through and playing hunter was <laughs> insane back then because you got a lot of solo farm and you're just so strong but uh they, they definitely gave support some love though throughout the entire season but yeah some of the games you just felt like you oh you the only thing you were there for was to use your like horrific or blinking in and stunning somebody and then just instantly dying after. It definitely felt like that sometimes as a support this season. That's what I meant by I just felt like a walking relic like for half the game some games. Oh yeah, definitely. So and like I, I'm okay with like I, I agree with uh, a, a tanky meta usually is really boring and obnoxious and frustrating, but. I don't know. Maybe we'll see some tweaks coming in for specifically for guardians or that that just help them. Like, even if it's just stay on level, like not being two levels behind everybody else when you won your lane and do a lane. Yeah. There's been times where like, we're doing good in our lane. I'm like, and I look over at mid jungle and solo and I'm like three levels behind. I'm like, dude, we won our lane. That's and we're just that's. I feel like when the mid gets really far ahead, it's really based off on how good your mid laner is doing. Because if your mid laners let him have all the mid camps and let him take backs and do all that kind of stuff and have all the reds, then it's then it's really hard to stay on par with a mid laner. So it's really important that your mm-hmm. team is doing well as well. Like for dual lane, like I always say, like I don't know on stream, I always say. Mid lane wins duo lane most games. Jungle wins duo lane most games because if you rotate the duo when the other duo has pressure, you could the the duo lane is gonna die because you're just so much stronger than them earlier on because you have your all a lot sooner and you just have levels and you could basically put them really far behind and give the other duo lane the advantage even though they were the ones getting pushed in and getting pressured on. So. It's really important that your mid has pressure if you want to pressure dual lane, basically. Yeah, yeah. I've noticed playing a lot of ranked recently, even at the lower levels, I know that uh, it's kind of a toss-up what actually works at lower levels. But like uh, 
I've noticed the more my duo lane gets pushed in, the more we actually have a chance at winning the overall game because that just gives me as the jungler uh, more gank opportunities that work out instead of, well, I'll come poke them and try to get an ult maybe or something. But like when they're pushed up like that, it's almost like two free kills every time because they have a whole lane to run up yeah, and try to get that's, away. The, that's one thing too. I'm glad you brought this up about since you said you're jungler and you do that. Like, I get really frustrated when I'm playing ranked and the jungler doesn't come and help us when we are pushing in a lane. Like, especially because if, if, if you ask your dual lane to ward their buffs and you get the buff timers, you can just go in and invade the buffs and you don't even have to gank the other dual lane to get them behind, basically. And I feel like a lot of junglers mm -hmm. disregard the, their dual lane. If they're, if they're pushing the other dual lane in, they're just like, yeah, they're fine. And then they just leave you on an island and you kind of just get ganked over and over again by the mid jungle. And then you're put into a really bad spot, and then your mid and jungler are like, you can't push up like that. But then you're like, you didn't help <laughs> us though at all, even though we've yeah. lived for like a very long time. Like it's it's fine to get mad at the dual lane if they instantly die to a gank, but if they're if they run down like the entire lane and then they get them to like half health as well, and the jungler isn't there to help them, it always makes me super frustrated. Like that the jungler just feels yeah, like. Since the lane's pushed, they can't really do anything to help it, basically. Yeah, I feel like uh, that was what makes me such a good jungler. I, I Not to toot my own horn or anything, I'm okay, but like, is I still go help every lane, but I will focus more on the ones that need it. But like, yeah. if Unless they're I'm pushed up lane. and they're pushed under tower, <laughs> damn right, I'm going to go steal their purple and see if their red's up. And like, you know, I'm not just going to like, let them go. Yeah. So anyway, Beagle, uh, who's our first uh, community question here from? Oh, uh, uh, give me a second to... Oh, oh, give me a second. Supernatural is getting good. Supernatural's back. Hold on. It's uh, from Sam and Dean and Sam. So, so, so Dan, I, I do want to... So, uh, or me, me and Dan go back and forth. Uh, In-game, in I get like, I'm auto and instant and always cranky, not towards anything, just because that's how I am when I play. And I give Dan such a hard time because I'd be like, he'll be like, oh, I'm coming over to help Doolin. You guys are having a rough time. And I'd be like, I've been having a rough time all night. Giving a hard time and shit. But, you know, and the more we play together, uh, the more I get used to it. Like sometimes I'm getting, I'm getting pushed back towards my tower, but I know I'm okay. And Dan was getting good about, oh, I'm going for their blue. Because again, like you were saying, well, I'm not going to die here. I might have to back, you know, after clearing the wave, but I'm not going to die. He takes their blue. And as long as he, you know, makes sure mine doesn't get stolen or, you know, whatever, then I still win, you know, in, in the long run because that, that's his blue gone. <laughs> but I always give him a hard time. I'm like, Dan, he's been nearly dead for like five minutes and you're over in the duo lane. Yeah, he's nearly dead. Kill him. <laughs> Yeah, every time, I swear every time I'm like, I need to get, oh god, he's on the other side of the map. <laughs> yeah, it's what it like, always right, seems like. For, oh, you're nowhere near. <laughs> like, well, that's because Yuki's yelling at me for help. Y'all are always well, to yelling be fair, at me. I think it's good that he's around the dual lane more, because the dual lane's so important, because if you don't help your dual lane, they're going to be completely useless compared to the rest of the map the entire game, mm -hmm. basically. Because they oh, just yeah. don't get as much farm yeah. as the rest of the map, so... Yeah, those kills over there are huge. You or know, just get, securing get your experience. own buffs alone, like, is the bigger thing, in my opinion. Because mm -hmm. if you don't get your own purple, or you don't get your own red, like, you're just going to be so far behind the other dual lane if they're getting that XP. Uh, yeah, there's, 
Oh, yeah, that's yeah. worse than that being that. This was mm, right one wave of minions and right to their purple. Like <laughs> suckers, have fun yeah. under tower. Yeah, it's not worse than that. Watching your you being a carrier support and being pushed all the way up in your lane and watching them go take your purple puff and knowing there's like absolutely zero you can do about it. Mm-hmm. You know, are you beagle? You ready? All right, all right. Um, <laughs> first question from Wet Sue. Being a pro player, is Smite still enjoyable or fun for you, or does it feel like a job? I can only imagine that having to put as much time in as pro players do. That would be, ugh, that it would get old after a while. So for me, I'm, I feel like I'm pretty lucky, because I feel like for some players, it's like that, but for me, I still love the game so much. Like, I, like even since we've won, like, everybody's like, go take a break. I've still been playing a lot just because I enjoy it so much. Like, it's what I do for fun <laughs> as well. I, I compete for fun, but I also like just playing for fun and grinding worshippers and just playing conquest, what a domination, just grinding the game still. So, I mean, I'm lucky. Like, everybody always laughs at me. Like, man, you love Smite way too much, but I'm like, it's not a bad thing. <laughs> Yeah, right? But no, I, I definitely feel like for some pro players, it's really hard to keep grinding, and you see burnout all the time, and that's why players usually either get a lot worse, and then they end up stepping down because of that, or they just stop playing completely because they don't like playing the game over and over and over again, and then it kind of feels like it's their job, so they have to play it, and then they start hating the game because of that. So, But for me, it's never been like that. I've just always loved playing the game, and I just enjoy it even now still after playing it for over six years now. It's crazy to think that it's been that much time, but it's been awesome. That's awesome. I'm, I'm, I'm like that. I'm a committed gamer. You know, when I pick a game that I like and I'm committed to it, it's a multi, multi-year commitment. Yeah, whoops. <laughs> <laughs> I always do that. Dan clicked I always button. click the wrong thing. <laughs> What's up next, Beagle? All right, um... Next. Oh, why? Oh, dad. I gotta go back to it, because I was messaging you. She was messaging me. Mm. Yeah, dad, it's all your fault. Okay. Hey, Next question. You've got fail. Do you want me to read the one guys put in, or do you want me to just do the ones yeah. in Discord? Read, read some of the ones from Guy here, but just nothing about RDO. We'll, we'll get to that. Okay, so, um, keep it I moving. have... Time's low. No idea how to pronounce some of these names. Uh, Lepigra1991. Yeah. How do you practice individually before you sit down to play some Smite? Do you have a set goal in mind that you would want to work towards, and how do you implement and track that? So when I practice, I always go into the game where I'm always trying to improve, basically. I feel like everybody does that, obviously, when they play. But the way that I do that is... um, there's a couple key things, and number one is when you go into a game, you should, if you want to get better, if you're just playing for fun, it's completely fine to do this, like to blame your teammates and be like, oh my god, this guy is so bad. <laughs> like if you're playing for fun, that's completely Damn. understandable, and I, it's fun to do that sometimes for sure. And I've, I've done that as well, plenty. Of, but when you go into a game and you actually want to get better, you should always look at what you're doing and what you can do better, because some games are just going to be unwinnable. Like you're going to have a guy who either DCs. Or isn't that good at his role because he plays a different role, or isn't that good at that character because he's trying to learn it, or so? There's going to be something that is going to hold you back from winning. But a lot of the games where people think they can't win, you could still definitely win the game as long as you put all your effort into the game. And the thing is, too, which sucks about doing that is 
if you do that and you end up losing, it feels really bad. But that's just part of getting better and learning how to deal with putting a lot of effort into trying to win and trying your best to win and then losing and then being able to cope with that is just another point part of getting better at practicing basically and not blaming your teammates looking at everything you can do better in the game after you're done playing it so like if you did something even if it's small like oh i pushed this wave and i ended up dying for it because i wanted to get this item i could have just backed up or i could have gone and did back camps instead basically and got my item after i did backs and i would have not died like little things like that like at worlds like i'll bring up an example game four we ended up losing that game and i feel like um, if we lost that set, it was on me because I lazy backed early on against, uh, after we got, we got like a kill, Sino ended up dying and I walked out of purple buff. It was like really early on in the game. I ulted Deja, we killed her and then, or killed, or killed him. I'm sorry. Everybody always does that with Neja. <laughs> but, um, Sino walked into the purple camp, Ryzen rotated over. He got Ryzen ulted and Jingwei knocked up or not Jingwei. I forget. Yeah, I think it was Jingwei. But anyways, he died, and then I walked out. I was like around like 180 HP, and I lazy backed, and I died, and I gave Ryzen a kill. And Ryzen ended up being the really big player that game, who made like all the plays. And that kill that I gave to him early, on paper, like it might have not looked very big, but it it's what got him rolling basically. So like things like that, like you can pick out, like even if it doesn't look that big, like oh I gave this guy one kill, like it definitely matters a lot more than you think in some situations like that. And then I also made a couple other mistakes, mm-hmm. like engaging, like around Fire Giant, I was trying to alt the carries, which was a really bad idea as Fenrir. When you're playing Fenrir, you want to tend to alt tanks more because they don't have they don't have beads or magis or a way to get out of your alt, so it's a lot easier to alt them. But yeah, just not blaming others is a big one when you're going into practicing and then just looking at everything that you can do to improve and then just playing a lot. That's another thing, too, that a lot of people like you can't go in to something and be like, yeah, I'm going to play one game every other day and then expect to get better like rapidly at the game. Like you have to actually play the game pretty decent. Amount. You don't have to play it like all day, but at least playing a couple games a day and trying to get better. Is definitely going to help you a ton. And those three things, if you stick by those three three things, you'll definitely improve, I feel like, no matter what role you play. All right. Paradoxical here is next. Figured she wouldn't be able to get that one. Uh, (laughs) What potential do you see for Smite in the future, and how many more years do you see Smite being relevant? So for me, this is always a hard question. The community is always split on this one, I feel like. I feel like the games, honestly, this season was, an, was a pretty good season. Um, the map is awesome. All the, like Graphically, the game looks really cool, and I feel like that'll help attract a lot of new players. What do you guys think of the Conquest map? Do you guys like how it looks this season compared to previous ones, or do you like, like the older map? Just looks, not even how the map is, because I think it looks a lot better this season, personally. Oh, it's... Oh yeah, it's by a far, it looks map. great. It's really yeah, pretty. I think it looks really nice. I think they've I mean, done a I lot love, of good graphical work. I like a little, work little, little touches, like the allied trophy or the allied statue. Yeah, uh, that's awesome. A lot of things I like in there. Yeah, but no, the the map looks sick. Um, so the game keeps getting updated in that sense, where it, it look like it looks like a newer game now, which is cool. I do miss the crabs. Yeah, everybody misses the crabs. I mean, the yeah. old map was really good too. Don't get me wrong, but the new map definitely looks better, like graphically. Yeah, Which, the, the change in art style helped them get a, a graphically a bit a prettier map without getting really resource heavy. Going to that more cel shaded, you know, uh, like animation style. 
um, let them get let them get more out of the map and took a little bit of stress off of like the UI and hardware as well. Yeah, so so that the map looks great. Um, they keep updating the game, which is good. And like I was saying, the community split. I think Smite's gonna stick around for a while still. Like as long as people enjoy playing the game, as long as the pro players like competing, which I know there's a lot of like rumors about all these people quitting. Yeah, there are some people stepping down and whatnot, but I know a lot of people are still really hungry and still want to win and still compete at the highest level because it's fun to do. And as long as people have the drive for that, as long as like not even the pro community, like all the players in general like playing the game, which I feel like a lot of people do. I my myself included, I still love playing Smite like on a casual level as well. Um as long as people enjoy the game it's not going anywhere in my opinion and i feel like there is a lot of potential for it because i love this game so much if i can like a game this much like i feel like um my taste in games i'm biased obviously because it's me like if i think it's cool i feel like other people could think it's cool too and i know that other people think smite's great and i feel like it definitely has the potential and i feel like it's definitely been close for a really long time to get even bigger than it is at like currently so i think uh also something that's kind of helping them in a good direction is the fact that they're uh extending their reach towards the community and listening to the community really well yeah yeah definitely and so. now they're the only third person mobo around really other than uh heroes right plus they're the only mobo on playstation there's no other mobas on console i'm not sure about xbox but uh, yeah i mean well there are but they're bad <laughs> they're nothing like they're not like real polished they're bad yeah. no cool alright so uh Guy why don't you pick up a questions from here um, we skip, have skip yeah the things are starting to actually get interesting here <laughs> we have ultimate right. Sam and Dean go ahead no 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 it's not Sam and Dean that's over it's the game awards oh, ultimate oh, x one three. yes what are your thoughts on on the changes for season 6 also how do the guys announce the HRX King Arthur slash Merlin? Okay, I don't know how to spell say that. It's Horus Set Jormungandr. Jormungandr. Yeah. Okay, who is the one you're looking forward to the most? So Jormungandr looks like he's a he's the world dragon or whatever. So I'm pretty excited for him. But Arthur and Merlin look really cool too because my favorite characters are. Uh, stance switching gods and they're both going to be stance switchers i'm pretty sure i'm not obviously the like uh the kits aren't out yet but i heard merlin is going to have three different stances so i think that's going to be a lot of fun and then i heard arthur also has one or two different stances as well so i'm pretty excited for those gods um and then i'm also excited for yermung i'm hoping that we get a guardian out of one of these that have got announced. Oh, don't yeah. even get me started. Just don't even ask. get me started. I really want to go because the last <laughs> one we got was Cerberus, and Cerberus is I love Cerberus a lot. And um yeah, if we get a guardian, I'll be super excited. Like if your monger ends up being a guardian, that'd be awesome. But who knows if he will be. I, I just want this to be the season of guardians and warriors because they take and take and take from those roles. Alright, I mean, he says, it's not Julian. What's been your favorite meta slash season so far and why? Oh man, that's a hard question actually. So, my favorite meta and season. This season's been great, obviously, because we've won. Um, 
But <laughs> honestly, <laughs> like for from a dual lane's perspective, this hasn't been the best like my favorite season for playing dual lane at all. It's been a lot of work um trying to adjust to how the game is played now, so uh trying to think which season would be my favorite i really like this the the meta and the season it was not long it was the beginning of season three when there was no speed buff a lot of people hated it and they wanted speed buff back but i liked the game a lot when there was no speed buff i thought that was really interesting but i'm fine with them having speed buff in the game i i liked season three a lot i also like yeah probably season three over the course of that entire year is probably my favorite season of playing dual lane basically because beginning of the season you started out in duo just kind of like the classics might start were two in duo and then towards the end we came up with the new start when i was back on eager where we had we put two in mid and um pressured that way and i just thought um how the meta evolved over the entire year was really cool so Season three is probably the choice I'd go with, but I definitely like this season two because we did we did so well. So season three and this season <laughs> would be my two answers. All right, the next one we got is from Demi Boy. He says, "What is the most crazy idea you have for a change to Smite?" The most crazy idea I would change to Smite, huh? This is another they, good they question, but it's also world. a hard one. Um. Hmm. Is that your final answer? <laughs> Give me a second to think about it. Do you guys have any crazy ideas while I'm thinking? Yep they should they should open up season six with ten new guardians and ten new warriors. <laughs> that'd be cool, but <laughs> my that'd crazy be hard idea. To fill out the fill out I those have ranks. The craziest idea. You guys ready? Oh God. Are you ready? Are you sure? Make whom mm-hmm. make whom yeah, bosses support. Rework Loki. <laughs> oh God, yes, please. Why That's is a whole that a crazy story. idea, though? Because they'll never do it. Because Loki mains are assholes, and they'll bitch for a year about it. Yeah, I don't know. I I can't come up with something really good off the top of my head right now. So I apologize to ever asked that question. Um, I'll feel free to pop back to it at any moment should something pop right. in. We're always good for getting sidetracked a little bit. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, we're good at that. Right. Oh, Dicey. Oh, skip skip Dicey. Mm, skip Dicey. We'll get back to his later on. <laughs> Patrick has to have has to have. Any tips on how to better adapt to different situations as a support? Yeah, so sometimes it's hard to adapt to certain situations because Um Especially this season because for me, I was not used to the damage coming out from like the mages and the junglers and the hunters. Like everybody was doing like this is crazy damage. So, um, just playing like in the meta a lot um, helps you feel out like how much damage everybody's gonna do. So just kind of learning um, people's damage outputs and stuff like that, and what certain characters can do can help like adapt to certain scenarios a lot easier. Um, I've found very careful rotating the mid. Yeah, especially if the mid later is five and you're like level three, and especially if they're like Agni or something, <laughs> and they just double bomb flame oh. wave you, and you're just gone. I found that mm. another thing that kind of helps me personally, at least, uh, 
gauge gauge like how well other people do is to try that role and try that character and just like see what you can do with it and then take that into account as well like when you're playing a guardian or a, a support like okay as this character i could really put a hurting on their guardian fairly early or fairly late you know stuff like that can help role switching just to see what the other end is like because i know as a jungler I've played all the roles plenty, so I know what kind of goes on in those lanes as well as what goes on when I'm jungling. So I think that kind of helps me. Yeah, no, that's really good advice. Like just playing, being able to see how other roles work and seeing how much damage output they can do, or how much how much CC they can do, or how fast they can get to certain points in the map. Just knowing all that is definitely going to help you adapt to situations a lot faster than normal. So, I. I think that's a big thing, just realizing how fast characters are. And yeah. yeah, and another thing too is just like where where your jungler could be like at certain times in the game. Like if you want to go for red buff, can your jungler be there or not? And if he's not there, you have to adapt to him not being there, and you'll just have to retreat, even if it looks really good for you. If you know that their jungler is coming, so vision's another thing. Yeah, my speed's coming up. I'm not invading red. Get out. Yeah. Vision's <laughs> yeah. another thing that could. Uh, help you adapt on the fly to certain situations because if you see the enemy it's a lot easier to make a decision based on where they're at so oh, yeah, yeah guys uh i'll, I'll, Dude, I'll we had clue a really you into good something. kill on the enemy jungler like that just the other day where yeah. we had wards up and the duo lane uh they kind of stayed back by tower maybe even one was backing and beagle and i were dropping back i'm like the thanatos is mirroring us in the jungle she's like yeah i see it i'm like just keep running back like we're just, you know, going back to tower. And then right as he got back to the like the purple buff entrance way, we just bull rushed him and, and took him out. It's just like, yeah, dumbass, you know. We knew you were there the whole time. We knew exactly where you were at and when you were gonna come around that corner, there was no surprise. Yeah, I'm gonna blow some people's minds. There's these things in Smite, they're called wards, and they let you what? see where your character isn't. <laughs> what are they called? Wards. Where do you get those at? You can buy them at the store, just like any huh. other item. And they're wow. fairly cheap. It's great. Huh. <laughs> it's a new uh, one. All right, I got one more from, actually, Herg sent me one, because I told him we weren't doing his audio one. He wants to know <laughs> what you want the splice skin to be. So, what I want the splice skin to be is... um, I want it to be Geb, personally. I'm fine with it being Naja, though. <laughs> Um, as well, which is I, which is another good choice. Um, and I think it's gonna be either Geb or Naja. But personally, I want Geb. What, what would you guys rather? Would you guys rather see a Geb or Naja skin? I Opwash. Opwash. Between Geb and Naja. Between Geb and Naja. It's Opwash, clearly. Uh, I really like that, that Geb skin I've seen where they, you know, made the snake. The center part of him, I thought. Yeah, on Twitter, right. it looked yeah, amazing. That, cool that skin, that guy did a really good concept. I <laughs> forget his name. Let's see. Let me see if I can find it. So give me a shout I out. feel like personally, uh, just being the jungler, I would love to see a Naja skin. But at the same time, the Geb concept was really well done, so I would not mind that being in the game. Either. Yeah. Yeah, and to be fair, I mean, it would be cool if Naja got the skin. That way, every time you miss the sash, you could see the full animation of a snake coming out. <laughs> All right, let me get one more from American Zombie, then we'll go to Ardio real quick before you run out of time here. Dan's he says, did, did you single-handedly get Fenrir nerfed? 
Has he gotten nerfed yet? I thought he got buffed, actually. <laughs> no, but yeah, he, he definitely got Wasn't it a question? Did I single-handedly get it? I don't know how to answer that. <laughs> <laughs> no, not I think yet. I because he overperformed. <laughs> yeah, not yet. <laughs> um, and then he says, have, have you seen the Jay Marvels video on YouTube, and would you like to comment? If oh, you yeah, I love that video. The Aries one? <laughs> That video is yes. amazing. No, yeah, I've definitely seen that. Marvel showed it to me before we released it. It was, it was like, yeah, this is great. That's You're hilarious. Right. No, it's it's cool. No, all right, I think that's all the questions we have. Unless any of the hosts have any more. No, I think we're good. I think we just have enough time here to get in a, Let's a quick do session. Let's Yeah. Um, so, uh, Dan, read through the abilities real quick, and then uh, Aurora will. Give us his uh, tips and tricks on how to put it all together. All right. Uh, RDO's passive is decompose. Enemy gods hit by RDO's druid or bear damaging abilities will begin to decompose. This effect decreases their physical and magical protections, and this effect stacks. Um, first ability is energy surge or maul prey. Druid form, Ardeo pulses out a strong wave of energy that damages enemies. She will heal herself and allies within 55 units for each enemy god hit by this ability. Uh, bear form, Ardeo slashes twice with her claws, damaging enemies with each swipe. Uh, the damage on the druid stance is 70 to 190 plus 35%. Uh, the heal is 40 to 120 plus 20% of your magical power. The swipe is per swipe 40 to 160 plus 30%. And the second ability is Entangling Vines or Ferocious Roar. Um, Ardeo creates a druid form, sorry. Ardeo creates a thicket of vines around herself that cripples enemy gods and decreases their magical or physical power as long as they are in the area. Bear form, Ardeo lets out a ferocious roar that stuns all nearby enemies and increases her own magical and physical or physical and magical protections for four seconds. Uh, the druid area duration goes from 4 to 6 seconds. The power debuff scales from 5 to 25%. The stun duration is 1 to 1.4 seconds. And the bear self buff is 10 to 30 scaling protections. Uh, her third ability, life tap or heavy charge. In druid form, Ardeo channels for 2 seconds, draining the life from enemies. While channeling, she deals up damage up to 5 times and heals herself up to 5 times. Each hit increasingly slows enemies and ends in... And, and enemies hit all five times are rooted for one second. In bear form, Ardeo charges forward at an increased movement speed for three seconds. Enemies she charges through take damage and are slowed for two seconds. The druid damage per hit is 15 to 55 plus 10% of your magical power. The druid heal per hit is 10 to 30 plus 5% of your magical power. The slow is 10% and the bear damage is 70 to 270 plus 50% of your magical power. The bear slow is 10 to 30%. And then her ultimate, which is her stance switch, active. Ardeo shapeshifts between her druid stance and bear stance. Every time Ar and a passive, every time Ardeo hits at least one enemy with an ability, she gains one stack of invigoration. Invigoration stacks increase her movement speed and MP5. Stacks last four seconds and stack up to eight times. The movement, movement speed per stack is 1 to 3% scaling. Uh, MP5 per stack is two, four, six, eight, ten. <laughs> All right. So, Aurora, tell us a little bit about, um, you know, like how do you start RDO? You know, conquest. You know, obviously thinking mode here, ability wise, build wise. You know, what are the combos? What do you do here? You know, you got. 
All right. Four zeros. So, the way I like to rank her first is I like to start her three at level one, and then I usually go uh, Guardian's Blessing with uh, Boots one. Uh, as of now, this season, I feel like Horrific is probably going to get nerfed in the future because it's really strong. I like certain Horrific most games of supports because it's a really strong relic. So usually go Guardians, Boots 1, Horrific, and then 4 Health Pots, 2 Multi Pots. It's usually how I start RDO. Um, you rank the 3 uh, because it's really good pre-minion pre wave to poke at the enemies with. Um, it's also really good during the minion wave because... You could hit the whole wave with it, or you could hit part of the wave with it and the enemies, or you could hit the whole wave with it. And then the dash is also just really strong for either getting away or for aggressing onto the enemies. Um, I'll go over the build in a little bit, but the way you want to rank her is I like going three at level one and then maxing her one first. So we'll pre five, or I'll go all the way up to five. So how I rank is. Three, one, two, one, and then I get. I usually get one point in my alt. Sometimes I wait to rank it until later on, until like level six or seven, and I'll go three points into my one or four points into my one. But um, I like to get one point sometime in the early game just for mana because it helps with your mana a ton. Um, but the way that you would rank her the rest of the game is you finish out her one, then you finish out her three, and then her two, and then you always rank your alt last. Because the stats are great from the alt. Um, having all the other abilities max first is a lot better because those abilities actually do something, and they're not just a passive, basically. And it's like you're ranking two abilities up instead of one, which is really cool. So, um, And then some tips on her. I'll go to the build after this is uh, what I see a lot of people do is that they always use their cripple field a little too late because they always want to go in, use a couple of abilities, and then try to cripple their dash. If you go on the person that has a dash and you start with your cripple first, it's a lot easier to secure the rest of your abilities on that person because they won't be able to jump away from you unless they use their beads. And if they use their beads and they jump away from you, um, you either have your dash stun up in your bear form, or you'll have your root up in your druid form, and you could just root them and CC them and catch up, and then their beads are down, and you're also CCing them still. So, um, for for the rest of the build, um, I like to stick with uh, Oni's, or I go boots into binding, tank boots usually as well, because the CCR is super important right now for supports, because getting CC'd out as support and then just getting blown up by a mage is like very easy um yeah cc ccr boots or tank boots into stone of binding and then after binding depending on what they have more of magic or physical and it usually not what they have more of if they have a ton of physical you want to go physical defense item if they're a four fizz comp that's when you want to go four fizz but if they're not four fizz you want to go with onis because it gives mana regen as well like if they just have like two magic you usually want to go with onis especially if they have three magic you definitely want to go with onis because the oh, MP5 nice. is great on there, and it's obviously the damage reduction um, passive it has is also really good, and then Magic Pro and CCR. And then with Onis and Tank Boots, you already cap CCR within two items, and it's really early in the game, and it's not that expensive, so it's great. And then after Onis, Sovereignty. And then after Sovereignty, Onis, and Binding, I feel like you kind of can go whatever you want, depending on how the game's going. Like, you can get a Magi's if they have like a lot of CC that can 
like really lock you down, but then it's hard to get your mana. You can go Spirit Robe, you can go Mantle, um, you can pick up a Void Stone if you want more damage. You can pick up an E stat. It just depends on the game, basically, but what, what you're playing against. But the core, the core items are Guardians, Tank Boots, Binding, and then Onis and Sovereignty. And then after that, you can go whatever you want, depending on what's best for the game. Got Stone Binding, so good. Yeah. Because the Cripple Field procs it over and over again. Her dash in her bear form, her stun in her bear form, and her root all proc it. Because slow is also proc it as well. So. Right. Yeah, it mm-hmm. keeps it up quite a lot. And then, like I said before, using that too early on in the fight is definitely a big thing. Like, I always see a lot of new audio players. They always run in and they try to use all their other abilities first. And then they, get, and then they just jump away from you. And then you're an audio that has to use your one of your damage abilities, which is your bear dash, the gap close, and then you don't have as much damage as you would like to have on that person. So, the cripple's an amazing ability. Right, and no, I'm ahead. done. That's all I was gonna say. I was just gonna point out, like, also, you know, when you're going in with the two up, they're doing less damage to you as well during that exchange. Like, they can't fight back as much because they had it has that power debuff yeah. on it. So the longer you have it up while they're still healthy without having taken the damage already, they're going to fight back and then they're going to run. So like just having that up in the beginning of the fight will do a lot more for you. Yeah, that's definitely something I need to work on. I'm I'm pretty bad about not putting your cripple up soon enough. Yeah, when I play RDO, I, I, I usually uh, find myself like forgetting to put the two up in time and it 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 does suck. I definitely need to work on that when I do play RDO. How do you play against RDO? Um the way you play against RDO is if you can kite her, um she her she has her root which can help gap close and also her dash, but she has no CC immunity, so if you can CC her in any way. Um yeah, Ares seemed to hurt that one. Yeah, much, he has the cripple and the slow on his chains, <laughs> and his ultimate is also really strong if you don't have any way to immune it, basically. So, yeah, just having some CC against her is really strong. Um, having um, a mage that does a lot of damage, like an Alpwash or a Zeus, is also really good against RDO because when they walk in, you could just blow them up with your with your damage, basically. So, having a lot of damage out of your mage, like. Amazing that does a lot of damage to tanks, like Agni as well as another one. Um, and there's CC, like Agni has both. He has a lot of damage that he can do to tanks because he can proc Soul Reaver seven times, and he has a stun to set your hunter's auto attacks up on the tank. So, yeah, just CC and a lot of mage damage is the way to take Ardio out for sure. That makes Guy happy. What's your favorite skin? Hmm. I don't know, actually. I, I really like the base one a lot. I think I use the base one most of the time. I don't think I use the different one at Worlds. The base one's pretty cool. I also like uh, the one they just released. The oh, the Fiend, Fiend Hunter right. one's pretty cool. Yeah, the Fiend Hunter. Um, and then the what's the the plushy Ardio? Is that what it is? Is really funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So she has a lot of really good skins actually, and even the Polar Bear one is yeah, cool too. I think that. The reason why I don't use any of the other skins though too is that they're a little louder. So using the base skins is the way to go in my opinion if you want to be really competitive about it i feel the same way about op wash necromancer he's so loud running around yeah clack clack i was following you through the jungle the other day i'm like oh 
God, that's <laughs> annoying. It feels like a Mighty Python skit. I felt like I was clapping two coconuts behind you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh. All right. All right, so um, I know your time is running short here, Aurora, so um, I would like to send you off on a good note here again. Once again, congratulations for winning Worlds. Thanks again for coming on the show. Uh, it's just really, really awesome. I really, really enjoyed watching you guys go this. And I mean, it was just, you know, fate that we got Kabam, you know, on right before Worlds. You know, we joked around at the end of the episode that, you know, you'll come back on after you guys win, right? You know, and, and well, you came back on last week. That was pretty awesome. And now, you know, getting to talk to some of the actual players. I mean, I, that was a great weekend for, for me just getting to watch. I can't imagine. I, I mean, I, well, I guess you saying how you can't even quite put it into words yet. I get it. You know, high five. Yeah, um, it's crazy. So how can people, uh, you know, get a hold of you? You know, what's what's your Twitch channel, uh, Twitter handle, all that kind of fun stuff. You can stuff. follow me at, um, at Aurora the Chunk on Twitter. Um, you can find basically everything I do there, my streams on there. Um, basically everything I'm doing, just follow my Twitter and you can keep up with me for sure. But yeah, thank you guys so much for having me. I really appreciate it. It was a lot of fun. Oh, thank you so much for being on. Yeah, we appreciate you coming on, man. Appreciate yeah, man. your time. It's our honor yeah, for sure. Yep, you ever want to come back, just give us a shout out. We'll be always always be happy to, to bring bring people back, you know, and you know, especially if you have good knowledge to share or whatever, you know, you're always welcome here. Alright, awesome. Anyway, that was quite fun having a good old Aurora on there with us. Um do we have any other closing thoughts you guys wanted to throw out on audio before we uh do our post review of Patch notes 5.22 since they were so quick on throwing it out this time around. <laughs> uh, nope. I don't think so. I think audio is broken. <laughs> yeah, just be yeah. good with her. I, one thing I, I found it easier with her is playing her own instant cast. I, for whatever reason, it, it, that worked better for me. So, Smite 5.22 patch notes arrival. Here we go. So we got some new god skins. First uh first couple here are in the old Odyssey. We got Cyber Samurai Hachiman. I talked about my games of the week briefly playing some Hachiman. It's because I got this skin. Oh yeah. yeah. I, I like it. Very very, very nice, very sleek. Very sleek. I, they've outdone themselves on these skins again. I I think we say that every week, but it's worth <laughs> saying every week. Every because week. The, the art team, everybody involved with the, this process, high five. I, I have not seen anything that has not been great. Even for gods I don't really care for, it's still great artwork. Still still really good. Yeah, yeah they, they've really been doing a really, really good job. In this brutal Fenrir skin, the next one up here, holy crap. Yes. Like, way to take his character model, whole different direction. It looks great. It looks mm -hmm. good in-game. Yep. Yeah, so I, I pop the skin booster just to use skin it. booster form. Yeah, but I don't know how I feel about the Robin skin. You though. know, I was not excited about the Robin skin at all. I, I don't play a lot of assassins. I'm okay with Robin. You know, I've got him in assault a few times, but that was mainly when he was a warrior. He's a little different now, obviously being the assassin. But then I seen 
the graphics that went along with this and like I'm torn what whether my favorite color is yellow or green but when I saw this <laughs> this skin I'm like oh my favorite color is green right now and the green with this is just fantastic I mean I don't know. It makes made me want to be a Robin main. Let's just put it like that. That's how good I thought it was. Yeah, yeah uh, I know a lot of people are really excited about this. I watched uh, Rexy's video about it, and he was just spewing about how much he loved it the whole time. Yeah. Dragon and, uh, Priestess add, Knox. Adding to my pantheon of gingers. <laughs> the Yuki ginger pantheon. I don't pantheon. like the skin. <laughs> yeah. uh, honestly, I... I thought they went down a really good path with this, but then I look. I, I I prefer a little bit more modesty, but I thought like the bottom half of her was designed really well. I thought her chest region looked like it was like literally just painted on her. And, like you need to have a little bit more depth to the armor. Uh, but hey, I get it. Sex sells. I mean, that, that you know. kind of goes with the with the lore with Knox and all that. We'll we'll get to it one day. As as it, Madman Matt would say, we'll get to Knox. Yeah, we'll get to Knox. I just, I just, oh, God. Damn, copyright. Damn. <laughs> well, they're going to strike us for that one. Ten of biscuits. Now, anyway, speaking of Pixel Hammer Thor, right? Huh? What? Yeah. Yeah. Pixel yeah, Hammer Thor, pixel. I think the sound effects are really cool. Uh, the wall looks sick. And mm-hmm. all the moving pieces on his skin are really well done. I always love when skins have a lot of moving pieces just because I know like how difficult that has to be and uh, how they all move in tandem and all that. It's it's just really cool. Yeah, 100%. My eh is because it's another Thor skin. Wait, what? <laughs> my eh is because it's another Thor skin. Oh, I thought you said my that. aunt is another Thor skin. <laughs> <laughs> yes, my aunt. My aunt Matilda's <laughs> a Thor skin. <laughs> what? Yeah. Oh, di- didn't you know... Um, it's not actually a hammer. It's it's a, a a biscuit hammer, and it's a wall of gravy. All right, and when he spins around, it's with a giant cast iron pan. Oh, that would actually yeah. be funny, Grandma Thor or Auntie Thor. Grandma Thor. <laughs> Grandma Thor. Auntie right. Thor. You heard it here first. Ah, <laughs> uh, these what next the two skins. Uh, I'll say they. Uh, Zeus happened. Yeah, Zeus happened. Let's talk about that, and then we'll get to the better skin. So, uh, can we, can we actually talk Lord about Zeus? It? Can we talk about it, or can we just stare at it? I mean, it is pretty damn oof. fire, I must say. It's <laughs> <Hey, he's> got <laughs> that, <laughs> that oh. Balrog feel to it, you know? Yeah, yeah. looks like uh, Gandalf died fighting this motherfucker. Yeah, Gandalf didn't die fighting. Whatever. Him. Get your this lore is, straight. I don't. It, <laughs> he smote him on top of the mountain. Ever, you know uh, what I mean. This is another one of the skins. So there's a lot of this dragon theme going on because you know, with the tier five Bologna and the tier five Aries coming up, they're they're doing these uh like heavy heavy changes, character model changes, and this is another one where they just nailed it. None of those weird Apollo f- or uh, yep, Brain just did it. None of those weird Mercury faces here. Yeah, but I'll tell you what. The best skin in this patch is Titan Forge Ymir. Fafnir Ymir? Dude, they made Ymir a dwarf. And it is fucking awesome. His wall with the forge in it, 
I yeah. I seen that. I was giggling like a little school school kid. I'm like, oh, and of course, this is going to be the hardest one for me to get, but maybe someday I, I can dream. Skin boosters for the win until then. Yeah. Right. It's in a chest, and good Lord knows you'll never get the two new skins that came out until the last two <laughs> Even rolls when of you the only fucking have, chest. Uh, four rolls only to go in the chest, right, guy? Right. And you got two yeah, you rolls two, to go. You get the two puff pieces <laughs> I just put in first. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. want Sexy Rexy uh, made, a vid- made a video on these two skins, and he said, uh, the last three chests in a row, how convenient it is that it was the last two rolls that I got the last two new skins that came out. Like, that's why I don't... It's like that every time. Yeah, that's... I don't bother fucking rolling the chests for them, because I know I'm not going to get them. I'm not that dumb. I've got friends rolls. who are RNG gods when it comes to getting these skins. Yeah. But not me. Yeah, Some I don't have RNG have luck. or luck or crit chance on my side ever. Ninety <laughs> percent <laughs> crit chance doesn't crit. Yeah, I could have a hundred percent. Yeah, crit my belief that those are random. <laughs> random, random is like very low. I can't believe that because I've opened way too many chests to know. So it it is like if it's not completely RNG, uh, the way it probably is is that they give weight values to the newer stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's still random, but they give they give you know a priority, like priority one on on this, and it adds you know priority one ward skins and voice packs. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but you know what I'm, you know what I'm saying. So it's it is still random. I, I they can just I wouldn't put lower voice packs the percentage in with the ward skins. I actually like getting the voice packs. No, yeah. I'm just saying. Uh, anytime I open a chest and I'm like, there there's go. 52 skins and one voice pack. Oh, I got the voice pack. <laughs> Project Olympus here. Yuki, what do we get? Things happen. Uh, Typing forward slash block while in private chat with another user will now block that user players on PC and now log out on the homepage. Yay, PC crap. Whatever. Yay, PC crap. Uh, Arena minimap icons for minotaurs have been updated. And this is pretty cool. Player gifting. The feature will now release in update 5.23. You can gift players shit in the game. That's pretty sweet. It's about time. I heard that it's kind of less. Yeah, and so, it didn't cool so this than it you can gift a random one. emote. You can gift yeah. a random voice pack. You can gift a random skin. This includes all tier two skins in the game. And you can gift a random awesome skin. This includes a large amount, but not all, of higher tier skins, including exclusives. All gift yeah. contents have equal chances to be unlocked, and players cannot gift any type of item they already own. Ex- example, limited skins, unopened chests, etc. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so I think it's cool, man. You know what? I think anything else would have been not right. It's cool, it's but like, I don't know. I would like to be able to give people hair, like hair Odyssey skins and stuff, though, if I wanted to. Yeah, specific things. Yeah, I, I get that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, our miscellaneous here is Awesome Chest Editions, Fat Loki Cabracken, Northern Ranger Hachiman. Got him. That's pretty good. Fantasy Point Store Editions, Heartbreaker Knox, Rock from... Bizrock. Bizrock. Yeah, <laughs> Rock from Bizrock Robin. Took me a second. And Almighty Zeus. Can we just delete the Almighty Zeus? <laughs> can we like, get they rid can of take that? it away His from me and give me nothing for radiated. it. Give, His hand Give looks... me nothing for it. 
It's so bad. His hand looks so radiated. <laughs> it's so bad. And new loadout items, Titan Forge, Ymir, Announcer Pack, 1v1 me, Deathmark, Infernal Fountain Skin, and Cubic Recall Skin. Huh. Uh, our buggo fixes here. General fix an issue where the portal and arena would disappear before the screen fully faded to black during the victory and defeat segment. Definitely seen this. Fix an issue where some ultimates with multiple fire instances, Raijin, Kamazots as examples, would get into buggy animation stats when spamming. Yeah, it's been forever. Raijin does some weird shit when you're trying to hammer out those ult shots really fast. <laughs> really weird shit. Spectator still doesn't work right. Uh, fix an issue where not all banners would load properly. Uh, the important ones out of all of this console fixes. Fix an issue where controller disconnect pop-ups would occur when they shouldn't or would occur but not be dismissible. You know, I actually had that after this fix. Finally, yeah. It was, uh, but what it was is, so Alex was playing and then he got off and we each have our own controller. So I turned his off, turned mine on. And when I loaded into the game, it's like controller is disconnected. I'm like, no, it's not. It's connected. (laughs) And I actually uh, had to, because it was the application was still up so i just closed the application and then reloaded it and then it was fine well that's because the application was probably opened under alex's account that's why it was looking for his controller yeah uh they also fix an issue where controllers may fail to be detected fix an issue where sometimes after logging in all inputs would be input twice and fix an issue where the ability builder was not functioning (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we fixed an issue okay. where it just wasn't doing it it just wasn't working <laughs> um bunch of bunch of fixes uh this baka one uh i i'd heard brought up about i'm not gonna go over most of them because a lot of it's like weird shit but there's two that that are definitely were like man if we'd known about this uh bakasaur fix an issue where bakasaur could eat deployables he shouldn't be able to eat <laughs> yeah, that's that's fine. <laughs> Just motherfucking could he, eat. Could he eat Ymir's wall? <laughs> Vulcan turret. Now that would be useful. Oh my goodness, dude! Yeah, um, <laughs> actually, Fenrir. I would play Bakasaur every fucking game because I hate yeah, no Vulcan kidding. and his stupid ass turret. Yep, turret uh, and run away. <laughs> I'm so good. Yep. Now it's Bakasaur takes a shot, eats it, heals up, keeps going. Good game. Uh, Fenrir. Fix an issue where Fenrir could use his ultimate's bite while using Aegis Amulet? Gay. I wish I knew about Fix that. A, yeah, right? Fix an issue where Fenrir's Unchained would play the leap animation even if it was interrupted before it could fire? Wow, you mean I can't hop up and down three times in a row thinking I jumped every time? Wow, thanks. Yeah. God. That was so annoying. Uh, I'd be yeah. like, dude, <clears throat> I jumped that. And then I'd look down yeah. and my jumps up. And I'm like, oh. No wonder I died. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then uh, their, uh, Thor's wall will now highlight when somebody would be hit by Tectonic Rift, which is pretty cool. So it, it, it targets. That's really, really useful. Um, into our, our item balance change. Soul Reaver, decrease max health percentage damage this item could do from 8 to 7%. Yeah. Yeah, it's fair. Soul Reaver OP. So we're very, very OP. One um, percent. We'll see how big of it, how much of a difference it makes. It's still really strong at seven percent. I mean, think about 
Think about that compared to like kin size. Oh, yeah. Here's some um, names. Oh, go ahead, you guys. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, uh, Bakasaur, insatiable hunger, decreased bonus attack speed, movement speed from 10 percent per stack to 8 percent per stack, uh, from 30 percent max to 24 percent max. So, yeah, Baka was. I'm I'm good with that. Yeah, I'm good with that. It just slows him down, so he can't get ahead of you after one or two uh, uh, jungle buffs in the early game and just be at every one of your camps because he's moving three times faster than you are. That's good. Uh, Bastet getting, and I quote, buffs. Uh, her razor whip decreased cooldown from 15 seconds to 13 seconds. I, I, don't, I don't think it helps her. Um, the thing about Bastet is she's like a repetitive poke god and not an all-in kill god, and that's what just makes her not very good this season, is because everybody's looking to just insta-burst people, and her abilities are go in, poke them, and jump back while the bleed ticks, and, you know, see what you can do, or drop the cats, but like... Yeah, well, I mean, with her ult and the gank potential, I mean, it's... I, um... I play a little bit of Bastet. Uh, I, I generally don't know what it would take to to bring her up a bit. I, I think, like I, again, I think the cats are super strong early, but then they fall off to nearly useless late game. Um, I mean, maybe that's where it's got ahead if they want to really bring Bastet up. Uh, the Erlong Dong, uh, Erlong Shen gets two nerfs. Spot weakness, decreased physical power scaling from 15% to 10% per basic attack. Good. 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 Uh, Good. 72, 72 transformations, decreased turtle turtle form bonus movement speed from 100% to 75. Yeah, not, I forget who it was. Not really gonna. I forgot who it was that I was watching, but they were like, I brought up to high res that the turtle moves at the same speed as the mink, and they were like, what? No, it doesn't. And then they looked <laughs> at it, and they're like, oh, it does. So <laughs> they hilarious. put this in. <laughs> yeah. That's I, um, uh, I I I think Erlong's still gonna be super strong. Uh, the spot weakness, power scaling. I think it was weakened now that I think about a little it. Bit. Yeah, but the 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 transformations thing. All right, so it's not just a true nerf. It's a oh, it wasn't supposed to be like that kind of thing. Maybe I guess I don't know. It's kind of both. Um, I mean, yeah, he's still gonna be strong. Yeah, he's still Erlong. I still play him all the time. I still frag out. Yeah. Uh, Freya up next. This will be good. Uh, Aurora Blade reduced bonus damage from twenty percent to fifteen percent magical power scaling. Reduced ranged bonus damage from twenty scaling sixty to sixteen scaling sixty. So same late game damage on the scaling, but less early. Uh, good. Yeah, uh, we've noticed that too. Guy plays are sometimes mid, and he said it's a lot harder to c- clear that first wave and go to red in time. Yeah. Oh Freya, that shit is hilarious. She's she's still going to be. I think she's still going to be strong. She can um, still do it. It's just a early. little slow. Oh yeah, she can still do it. We try, I tested it out. Yeah, you can still. You're a little bit slower, but yeah, you still do. Yeah, and then the Mercaderp got the nerf he deserved. Um, yeah, this is big. Yeah, um, but again, I mean, here here we are. It doesn't hurt him. It, it it hurts his clear, but it doesn't like destroy it. It's he's still really really strong in his clear, even even still with Golden Blade. Uh, but made you look this ability no longer considered a basic attack for item effects. 
uh, examples, Frostbound Hammers, Golden Blade, this ability still can critical strike. This ability is now considered an ability for the purposes of item effects. So procs like Crusher and Brawlers uh, and decrease cooldown from 10 to 8 seconds. Oh, by the way, it also activates Heartseeker now. Have fun. Yep. Yeah. And so Hyrus, hey guys, Golden Blade on his one was really bad. So he gets to have it two seconds more often now because we took this one effect away. Yeah, he's still really? 100% pick, ban, and ranked right now. So yeah, yeah like, definitely like you, 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 you took away what was making him like extra super OP and then gave him a buff on top of it. Why? Yeah, I, 10 seconds is fine. I feel like they should have just fine. removed the Golden Blade effect or something, not changed it to an ability, because now it just gives uh, him extra one-hit potential on gods instead of camps. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. How much uh, have you played him since the change, Dan? Me? None. I haven't played him. None. He's always banned, yeah. and I've been playing ranked. Yep. Uh, Pele, uh, this one's big too. Everlasting Flame, uh, it's her passive. Increased cooldown from 20 or uh, twenty seconds to 30 seconds, and reduced ability lifesteal from 20 to 15. Don't worry, she's Maybe still she broken won't. and unbeatable. Yeah, she's how still about broken, say, she's still destroyed. She still heals a shitload in her tower, because you still take Soul Eater on her. And you still just heal everything back under Phoenix at level zero. Yep, I've been playing ranked for three days straight. And uh, for three days straight, when there's a Pele on the enemy team, we lose the game. Yeah, so this 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 does, now it does uh, make quite a, quite a substantial impact. Like, not game-breaking huge, but it does make quite a bit of an impact on, you know, them diving you Her into Phoenix or something. Initiation, mobility, like and damage feel well-tuned. Yeah, fuck you yeah, too, right. Fuck you too. <laughs> the mobility I'll agree with. The damage is still nutty. That mobility's rough too, I'm telling you. Yeah. I, I can't tell you how many times me. a Pele has literally just walked in, done whatever she wanted, killed three people, and walked away because she was too fast for us to do anything about mm-hmm. it. Yeah. I don't think she's fine at all. But whatever. I sprinted and dashed too. and jumped and I still get killed by her. Uh, yep. Sprint, dash, pop all your relics. Get help coming, and yeah, you're still going to die, and the rest of your team's going to die. Yep. Yeah. And now the two biggest changes of the season. Sylvanas' base movement speed increased from 360 to 365. That's good. Also, Ymir, general, increased base movement speed from 365 to 370. Speedy Ymir. <laughs> I, I, jungle, back in action. Oh, God, I've seen it already today. Yeah, man, sure. <laughs> Dude, it's nutty how much that five that five movement speed makes a difference. Well, yeah, it is because all the movement speed increases are percentage based. So five is yep. actually a lot more once you have boots and stuff like that. Yeah, and uh, he was fairly quick to begin with for a guardian, if I'm not mistaken. Right? Now he's the quickest guardian, I do believe, base wise. Yeah, and uh, this. This just rubs salt in the wound here. Shards of Ice is slow. Increase slow from 30 to 40%. Why? You get slow and you're like, damn it, Yumi here. Yeah. Now it's even worse. Can't wait to die to that all a lot. Yeah, I usually just stay far away from Yumi's when I see him in my matches. <laughs> it's far like, oh, he used his kit. Run at him now. Yeah. So that's uh, our patch this time around. Um, that, that, that's our that's the show this week, folks. Yep, we'll definitely see the, the big changes that's that all, for folks. season six. Mm-hmm. Ice Ice Baby not playing SPL next year. 
Do what? Ice Ice Baby's not playing next year. Oh. oh. Another another one bites the dust. You know what? Did he say why? I get it. But the door is now open, folks. So there's going to be all-star SML teams all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking like, okay, the pros are going to step down, but they're just going to go play SML. So I'm still going to see them. I'm still, they're still going to yeah. play. It doesn't matter to me. And it's just going to bring more people into SPL that are more, uh, what's the word? more dedicated, I guess, in better life spots to be dedicated to the game. So whatever. Right. Yeah. I think yeah. it's good. Like I said last week or whenever, it rip the bandaid off. Just do it. Mm-hmm. Get it done. Let's move on. I said it's gonna be chances for new players to rise, and we'll get to see new orgs. And yeah, well, and there's also a a, a new team. Who is it? The the Pittsburgh. Oh, uh, uh, the Pittsburgh Knights. Yes, the Pittsburgh Knights in the SBL next year. So mm. I'm sure a lot of a lot of smite people in my neck of the woods will like that. You know, because you know Pittsburgh fa- you know fans around here are growing out of the woodwork, but. Let's get things wrapped up here. We'll so, ask our uh, guest next week about that. Yeah, there you go. Oh, yeah, Guy, why don't you announce uh, who our guest is next week, because that'll be our community challenge. It is the collegiate caster, J-Mac Tucker. Ooh. Yeah. J-Mac. Indies I'd like you get to ask him about that Meerkat Loki pick. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so get yeah. your questions in. And uh, looking forward to asking them and having another great guest on for y'all. So, uh, Yuki, how can people get a hold of you? You can find me at Ryukotsu Yuki, Yuki Gaming 21 on Twitter, and Ryukotsu underscore Yuki on the PlayStation Network, where I will be playing ESO. (laughs) Dan? Don't. I'm playing ranked. Leave me alone. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, (laughs) You can find me on uh, PS4 at DirtXNapX. Dan? You find me on the Twitterverse at Split Push Podcast with no A because the name was too long. Ugh. Um, and that that's about it. I don't really play PC anymore. I'm just going to grind the ranked on PS4 and see what happens. Beagle? How can people get a hold of you about Supernatural stuff? I hear her talking, but I don't hear her talking. Rip, uh, rip Beagle. Beagle Mike. Rip the Beags. I hear her now screaming a little bit. So, guys, how can people get a hold of you? You can find me on Twitter at GSmitey. You can find me at PlayStation at GuyAJ78. And you can find me on Xbox at GuyAllSmitey. Promise I'm going to get on there. There's been a few people hit me up on Xbox this week. New people. I promise I'm going to get on there. There she is. I don't know if she's recording. (laughs) Literally. 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 So anyway, I don't need this right now. I'm a stressed teen. Right My life Beagle. is so stressful. How can <laughs> I'm a people stressed get teen. Whew, have Uno. fun with that, Dad. Have fun with Dos. that. Tres. Well, anyway, that's where you can catch Beagle at. And <laughs> you can catch good old Dirt Naps Dad here at Dirt underscore Naps underscore Dad. You can at me with that on Twitter. You can find me on the PS4 land with that. You can email us at community at splitpushpodcast.com. You can check out our YouTube channel, which you should subscribe to, and hit that little bell for notifications. 
You can find the link to that at the top of my Twitter until we have enough, you know, going there that we can get a, a name that's easily uh, rememberable. Uh, make sure you, you know, like and follow us here on whatever podcast platform you're listening to. You know, give us those five star ratings and thumbs up and hearts and whatever it may be out there in that world of listening that you're doing it. Is there a place that we're not and you would prefer us to be there? Let us know. We'll see what we can do. And get Yuki right on that. Are there any giveaways you're forgetting about? Today. Nope, no giveaways today. Not not didn't get anything new yet. So uh, <laughs> definitely keeping an eye out for that there. But yeah, that's all, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of Split Push Podcast with Aurora Splice's champion support player. And uh you know, when it comes to dirt naps, you got to give them before you take them. When all else fails, split, split push. push.